No Sesame, all street. <laughs> Unless you're talking about the sesame seeds on the bun of the cheeseburger Melissa McCarthy had for breakfast. <laughs> oh my, <God. laughs> my name's Andy. With me, as always, no brains and all mole. Muller. Happy nine mole eleven day, everybody. Oh <laughs> everybody listening to this next Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a special occasion. With us as well. That's the greatest joke I think I've ever come up with. <laughs> with I like us. you. I like how you worked it into your name too. <laughs> Are you done laughing at your own joke here? <laughs> With us as so well, easy. no clothes and all calves. Braid. Oh, that's right. I'm just stuck with you now. Oh Great. yes, head to head. How but joining us today, here to keep me from killing myself, or Muller, back again, Dave. I have all of the spoons locked away. Oh, that's a, that's a wrist-cutting spoon joke. Uh, well, who's cutting their, their wrists with spoons? Uh, How sharp are these spoons? Heroes. Heroes. <laughs> now, you guys, we need to take a, moment, uh, a full minute of silence to remember the fallen. You're talking Bra about Brayden? Yeah. who's no longer on this show. <laughs> I was, uh, I was reminiscing earlier about, oh, man, I can't believe we're not going to have this guy anymore, this sexy beast. Where will all my erections come from? You know, I'm going to have to start ordering Viagra. I've been... Holding off. But Braden wasn't 400 pounds. <laughs> how, many, <laughs> how many rude English people do you know? Uh, like, are you oh talking British people? Or Brit yeah, yeah, British. That's a, that's uh, a lot, actually, a lot myself. Really? I know yeah. None. None. Even, know. What about lifetime? Like the high I've school and I whatever? I don't think any. Okay. I unfortunately, yeah, I feel like I've been uh, involved with many, uh, many. Wow. And they all seem to have a certain thing about them. I don't know if we're like being disparaging toward English people. Yes, now, of course. Of course we are. That is the goal. <laughs> the, the, yeah, they're all pompous. That's why they play evil people in movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let me tell you about somebody who would play a great evil person in a movie. So I was in, I was in a in a restaurant here, mm -hmm. and. This fellow walks in and he and he and he doesn't know what to order. So I said, "Well, you know, the fish and the fish and chips are really good here." And so he was looking through the menu or whatever, and then he's like, oh, "Okay, I guess I'll get the fish and chips." You know, I'm a British person or whatever. So, uh, so As he, you do. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> so he so he asks the waitress about the fish and chips, and he says, uh, "Are the fish and chips halibut?" And she goes, no, it's cod. So the guy turns to me and goes, well, thanks for wasting my time. <laughs> and then leaves the entire restaurant. I kind of like this guy. <laughs> and he was, he was clearly English? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, oh, you know, man. stupid. Thanks for wasting, whatever the hey, dumb British. I can't I, do a British thanks accent. Thanks for wasting my time. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot, you bloody dick. <laughs> 
That's a really also a, a bloody really, dick. That's yeah, good sure image. it wasn't Dave. You yeah. bloody white. Yeah. I was yeah. at a yeah. I went to a, a fish and chip place recently. Yeah, so, <laughs> I picked it up. Uh, yeah. Michael Caine was there. Yeah. And, I have a tangent. Uh, people that can play evil people. You guys know Bradley Cooper, obviously, right? Yeah. yeah I think about this all the time. Limitless, unlimited. Yeah. Did you, and do you remember uh, uh, Wedding Crashers? He I'm was like he was the evil like. I remember not kid in seeing it. it. Oh. I remember. I not saw seeing it back it. in the day, but I don't remember a lot of it. He was like the, he was like the asshole college guy in it, okay. uh, who was going up against uh, Owen Wilson and. Oh, who's he's going it? up against them to crash as many weddings. No, as, he's as just he can. like he's just being a dick. But it was like the one time Bradley Cooper played like an asshole. I think he, he has the he, face doesn't of he play like that in every movie. Oh, it's because because he oh. looks like one. He, oh. It's just because all his movies are terrible. Yeah, yeah. doesn't yeah, mean right. he's an asshole. Oh, right. Yes. But it, it bothers me that he's like in all these movies trying to be like a good guy and do like nice guy things when he like clearly has the face of an evil person. <laughs> he does. He like actually does. Yeah. yeah. Ponder I don't know that if one. Bradley Cooper's been in any movie I like. Really? I don't think Guardians so. Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I mildly enjoy them. They're mild. What else? Limitless was all right. Okay. How about the shooter? How about the, the killing American sniper dude? Oh, yeah. I never saw that one. Okay. Let's no? get on to something I important. America. What's the worst smell you've ever smelled? Ooh. Uh, dead rodent. Dead rodent. Yeah. Okay. What's, oh, that was what's the story right? behind this? Because you clearly didn't just drive over this thing. <laughs> no, otherwise, no, you no. wouldn't have smelt it. Uh, I work in a warehouse, and mm. many, many, many years ago, it's like there was uh, rats getting in, um, and they would just die because we we put out traps and whatever, and then sometimes they just die because there's not a lot of food in the warehouse I work at. Um, and you know they, they don't just die out in the in the open because they're always sticking to the shadows, you know, hiding behind stuff and whatever. So at some point you just walk past a certain section of the warehouse and it just oh smell like a like decomposing dead rat. It just and smells it is, like a dead rat in there. <laughs> it's the worst smell that you'll never ever it's ever rough. ever forget. Actually, funny story in that regard. Remember, we, we, again, we, there's this area that was just just smelled like that. So you knew where there's a dead rat somewhere around there, uh, and we found it eventually. Massive dead rat. This thing was fucking huge. <laughs> Um, Award-winning dead rat. It was under the award-winning. <laughs> it was massive. Worst rat. Prize, prize dead rat. Um, <laughs> so you know we gotta clean it up, and we had like one of those like grabber things. You know, you squeeze the handle and it picks it up, or because no one wants to put their hands on a dead rat, even if you're wearing gloves. For some reason, my mind went to like cleaning gloves. it rather than no. like <laughs> just getting rid of it. Clean, yeah, we gotta clean this yeah. dead rat. Dave, do you think you can keep doing that accent for the rest of the show? <laughs> British one? Yeah, I'm missing oh, it. Here, here and there, periodically. Yeah, throw it I'll, in. I'll, I'll do it. Um, so anyway, we go. To, we we have one person like holding the garbage can close or garbage bag. I don't, this was a long time ago. I don't remember exactly. The and the, all the details of you. We picked it up, and it just looked like a dead rat, but like nothing, nothing else to it. Nothing too we, grotesque. When we picked it up, like the bottom side of it that we couldn't <laughs> oh, see, gross. just ripped open, oh. and just like I know what you're gonna say. Bowl full of dead maggots, yeah. or not dead maggots, of live maggots, yeah. just spilled out of it. Like just so. <laughs> imagine like a like a full bowl of yeah. rice, and it's just, <laughs> it was so much maggots to spill it. It was fucking disgusting. So that's probably the most disgusting like smell. I'm trying to think of mine, and I think it it goes with that one because that's where my mind went first. I, I, it's a similar situation, but I was like walking down the sidewalk on Vetter here, and there was. A raccoon somehow like made it to the other side and it was dead. The waft was insane. Yeah. 
but there was maggots covering this thing, uh, like, like all over the place. And I was like kind of morbidly taking photos of it, like <laughs> some kind of emo, like yeah, it's death and it has meaning or something. You know, if our female viewership doesn't doesn't go up after this, I don't know what we'll do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that yeah, smell, by the way, that smell, it, it, it's that terrible to us because we're not supposed to eat that Yeah, meat. I don't even think it's like, specific to dead rodent i just think it's a decomposing smell it's yeah. very specific but like dogs love that kind of smell Ugh. yeah because they they're Ugh. able to deal with it yeah <laughs> so what, what what brings you to ask this question well forget those smells those ones don't matter at all okay. i'm going to tell mm. you about the worst smell that you've ever smelled and this is this is how this smell presents itself is you walk into a bathroom and it smells like the fattest person with the fattest swamp ass ever just sweat all over the outside of a dirty toilet bowl. Like this I'm so trying to picture it, the smell right now. It's it's this thick You can't picture the smell. It's, David. It's this I'll call I'll call it picture it. <laughs> it's I'll call this it. thick musty smell like it feels like there's a mist of smell in the air mm. because the air is so hot and heavy and you wish that it just smelled like someone had a really bad diarrhea in the bathroom and then you cuz you walk in and it smells like poop, right? And you know what poop smells like and it's not that bad. That's not what this is. It's this it's this fat swamp ass smell. Hmm. It's like it's like the guy on on the movie 7 that they overfeed to death. Yeah, yeah. It's like that guy was just sitting in the bathroom and Kevin Spacey overfed him to death for like 10 hours. Is it like and, outhouse smell? No, it's not an outhouse no, outhouse smell is Infinitely better it's like, than the smell. It's like, like a, a heavy, like a heavy bo smell. Yeah, like it's, a, yeah. There's a heavy bo mm, element. A, a aroma therapy of bo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <I'm sure. laughs> a tablespoon of bo in a an, an aroma therapy. I remember machine. A, a buddy of mine way back in high school. Uh, there was we were in class and there was like a heavy bo smell. I can't remember where it came from. Not important. Uh, and he's he's like, oh, that smell. It's either. Bad odor or good sandwich? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and That's so since, true. Ever since he said that, if you ever smell like a bo smell, it could smell like you, a cheese, you pick, cheese on yeah, a sandwich. If you picture like a sandwich that has mm -hmm. like probably a little bit of onions in it or something. Onions. That's the thing. You're like, yeah, that's, that might just be a I used delicious to, <laughs> sandwich. I, I used to like cut up onions and throw them in food a lot, and then leave the onion stuff on my counter. Yeah, yeah. And people would come over, and I would I would realize all of a sudden I could <laughs> smell it too, and I was like. <laughs> It smells like bo, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that I've I've started to notice that a bunch lately. Where I, where I'm like, I can't tell if this is poop or food. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> this is uh, old age coming on. I think. <laughs> my senses are deadening. Is this food or I shouldn't eat it? Stuff. So the thing about an outhouse smell or somebody having poop is it's this bad natural smell. Sure. Right. Like there's there's something natural about it where. Mm you can kind of tolerate it in, in sort of a weird way. And this is a very unnatural human smell that I'm describing. Mm. It's, yeah, because you're not naturally supposed to a, weigh 400 pounds. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a dying person's it's smell. A, it's, it's, I don't know who makes this type of smell. Like, I, I, is it, mm. is it a, is, maybe it's a very old person? Well, could it, could be, it could be a dehydrated person, too. <laughs> That's yeah, just the logic. Let's check your Maybe ear it's and... just a delicious sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, maybe some fat guy was eating a delicious sandwich. <laughs> in yeah, it... <laughs> I have, it's not the strongest smell I've ever smelt in the bathroom, which was yeah. when someone left a, left a, a, 
a dookie in the in the urinal, which is a very strong That's smell. That's hilarious. Like, the thing is, poop like, isn't covered by like, water. It's yeah. it's horrid. Like I didn't when you asked me that question, what's the worst smell I've ever smelled? I didn't immediately gravitate towards shit, even though it's obviously because it's not the worst. Because but also yeah. because it's such a common smell. It's a smell you're running into a lot, probably. It's a pretty revolting. Presumably, one. at least at least once a day for most people. Yeah. Uh, and then or if like you use a pub, or if you use a public me. washroom, but yeah. it's it's a smell you run into so much, even though it's so repulsive. You know, like the, the dead, one that uh, decomposing dead rat smell. That's not something. There is another smell. Like life. I was at I was at your house the other day, and you were like gagging, trying to like like put stuff in the dishwasher because the dishes were sitting oh, there. Oh, yeah, that And di- that's, that that's a smell that I have at my house once in a while because I'll leave my stuff in this sink. I'll, like, cook something in a big pot yeah. and I'll fill it with water and I'll, like, go away, come back to it in a day or two. I have encountered this exact and it's But it smells like barf, right? It actually smells like that. It's so It's because the bacteria that, like, forms. Did you guys have a dishwasher when you were growing up? Uh, no, like, for earlier. I mean, does that we, teenager even? Yes. I, I was yes. the dishwasher so growing did, up. So, did your parents have a rule about washing your dishes before you rinsing the dishes before you put them in the dishwasher? I don't like, think were you so. ever encouraged to do that? No, not, nope. not that I remember. Okay, so you guys, I, not, I much, weren't raised well. So you guys are completely unaware of the vast array of baby boomer excuses for why you should rinse your dishes before uh-huh. you put them oh, in. Yeah. Because you'll hear arguments on both sides. You'll have some. Dad and he'll be like, oh, you know, I talked to the dishwashing machine salesman and they said not to wash the dishes before you put them mm-hmm. uh, in because it makes it harder to clean. And then you have people who, of course, say the, the opposite and whatnot. And every single one of these excuses was a lie. The only reason that you would wash a dish before you put it in is if you're going to leave, if your dishwasher doesn't get used very often because then it, as a, as a, as a guy who only used, really uses the dishwasher once a week, I've discovered mm-hmm. smells so fucking bad. Because yeah. mm. like, you got That's food rotting point. in there all week. But if you're a family, you're using it every day or sometimes twice a day. Yeah. You do not need to rinse yeah. what's in the, there. The, I think the only reason you would is if you have like a really old shitty one like me. Yeah, then, maybe that's then why these baby, I have baby to, boomers know that. I have to that. clean mine. Yeah. Well, they, they were around back when there wasn't very good dishwashers, I would say. They were like the earliest. They were like the... The first editions of PS4. Yeah, they had these these old dishwashers where like it was just a sink. <laughs> you, yeah. you just you just put them in in the dishwasher and you just kind of shoot the water at them from the outside and, and then you can pull them out. I don't even know what you're saying to me right now. Look at this fascinating dishwasher history. No, but it was a real thing. Every family would have some different excuse for mm-hmm. why you should rinse the dishes before you put them in. And none of them were consistent with each other, with each other or cohesive in any way. <sighs> okay. Well, uh, let's get to some news. Hmm. So I read an interesting news story literally this morning. Um, and this is exa- an example of a story where I think I despise everyone involved in it, both sides of uh, this online dispute that happened. Mm. Uh, so there's this lady on Twitch. She goes under the handle, uh, the zombie unicorn. I love was, the word handle for like online names. It's so silly. <laughs> Your handle. <laughs> My online handle. <laughs> Make sure you grab me right by I the know, handle. Funny. That was the first like thing that came to what my was mind. Was it zombie unicorn? The zombie unicorn. Uh, so she's some lady on Twitch. And she's coming under fire for using her sexuality uh, to gain viewership. Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> so is this like a new she thing? Runs, this is a new thing? 
This is called olds, not yeah. news. This, is, this, this isn't strictly olds. Olds. Um, That's a hard word to say. Yeah, it's hard to say. That's why I guess they don't have so them. It's, yeah. owls. It's, a common, it's a common thing that like people will insult uh, some ladies on Twitch and call, her, like, call them titty streamers, something like that. And it's basically just they're... they're it's pretty yeah. self-explanatory. Are we, yeah. are we about to well, fight for, right now? For are anyone, we going to fight? For anyone who doesn't know what Twitch is, it's some, somebody who, who streams themselves live video playing mm-hmm. a video game and people watch. And you can interact, you can chat with some them. Some people don't even include videos of themselves or commentary, so it's just, just game. A, rant, yeah. a video of game and people watch it. So most people will have the video game they're playing on screen and then like a little, a little tiny screen of them Point, like that mm-hmm. close up of their face. The really good ones will have a green screen, so it's just a picture of them. So every now and then really you'll get some good. lady on there who's wearing a low cut shirt and has lots of cleavage, and people will call them titty streamers because it's like they're clearly just getting their viewership yeah. for having to use You should go around to some of the popular ones like John Tron and be like, you chit titty streamer. <laughs> well, what, what's a, some of the fat dudes. What, the fat dudes. <laughs> what is the titty streaming? What is the titty streaming for men? We don't have the same. We can't, we can't, we yeah. can't have cleavage. So. I'll get to that. Okay. Um, so it's called being good at what you're doing. <laughs> the thing, the thing about <laughs> yes, being funny and talented, video game player. This is actually more or less uh, where I'm going with the story. Here. We're, we're getting fore- way ahead of them. This is some foreshadowing. Sorry, sorry. So her in particular, because that's a common thing, but people were in a huge uproar about, zombie about her uh, because she would literally. So on Twitch, you don't have to necessarily stream yourself playing games. Mm. You could also be uh, drawing on there, anything creative. You could be like making a, a costume or something on there. Yeah, like there's musicians and stuff too, right? Yeah, you can do also. You could be playing piano on there or whatever. Mm. Her particular thing is she would be on Twitch, uh, completely topless. I think she had like <laughs> I think she had like nipple coverings, pasties, or whatever the fuck they're called. This sounds horrible. Uh, Ice cubes. And how how terrible. She would be she would be body she would be like body painting her, her like some character. I some, don't know why cartoon. people would watch. So she's that. a makeup artist, and she's there's a reason that she doesn't have a shirt on because she's like putting makeup on her. This collar. is the sure, titty streaming. She's also like streaming. a hot chick with a huge rack. Actually, yeah. here, I, I'm gonna. We'll see. I'm gonna. There's an old adage. I'll be sex the... sells. It <laughs> definitely works. I don't know if you'll find her hot, but you can, it's clearly like this is an objectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Someone who would be considered attractive with huge mm. cans. Uh, I just linked it to you. Don't read the text above it. Okay. Oh, um, they're gonna be able to see that. How am I gonna not that? read the text above it? Like... Don't read it out loud. Oh, well. <laughs> that's all I meant. <laughs> uh, um, can I, I can probably look at this thing. So. Yeah, all you need to know is it's a hot chick with huge cans streaming herself, painting her chest topless. And a bunch of people, like a bunch of fucking loser gamers were getting in an uproar about it. Like, oh, the only reason people even watch your show is just be because you're exploiting your sexuality. And I'm just like, I'm just thinking a couple things. First, I'm thinking... What are these guys? What what are, what are you guys doing? Like you're trying, mm. you're getting all angry because this chick's online wearing no shirt. It's like, great, great job. You're 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 gonna convince this chick to put her shirt back on. Yeah. What is all, what is what is everything we ever do if not to convince a girl to take her shirt off? And these guys are on here. They're like, no, this 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 chick who's just willingly for free yeah. taking her shirt off Who's and getting giving angry it to about herself this? for free. Who is it? Just some, just some annoying like Twitch gamers online. It's, is it an article that you saw this on? Yeah. Oh. Well, I think, I think... It sounds like why people hate White Knights a lot. I th- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think... I, I Isn't don't there think a hat that I don't think them? they're angry for some like puritanical white, white knight thing. I think they're angry because they think it's 
unfair that like they're also Twitch streamers and they have to like mm. just how some, come nobody wants to see my dude, giant and they tits. have to they have to try and work really hard to actually get viewership. And you know what get this sounds like? Lots of people. It sounds like SJW territory. <laughs> it's, Social justice warrior. It's not Why quite is that? Because it's like they're they latch on to things that are like movements and like. This is like a women's rights thing or like a, a exploitation thing. But I'm immediately I'm immediately annoyed by them. Cause huh? Huh? No, I don't get huh? it. I don't think it's that. I think I think they're just jealous because you know they have their stupid Twitch channel that gets oh. like ten views per video. That makes sense. And, and, and they nobody, don't have cleavage. And nobody to show cares. Off. And then she just comes off, takes comes comes on to Twitch, takes her shirt off, and probably yeah. gets like fifty thousand views per per stream. I'm guessing. Um, yeah, she's getting a lot of TV deals from as this if, work. Yeah. As if it's so, like as if being a Twitch streamer is some prestigious title that anybody cares about. Like, well, you're not a real yeah. Twitch streamer. You just go on and take your shirt. Who cares? They're, like, there's it's this is they're, just a, clearly a supply and demand scenario. Yeah, they're like, rocking what they got and it's like, working. There are people that want to see her topless. She mm-hmm. does not mind being seen topless. Whatever. Uh, yeah, who, I think you're right. It's, it's a jelly thing because they're like. They're totally. But there's a, they don't have something that easy to like to, bank on. You know? There's totally a posturing element to this. Like, why don't you go upload your videos to Pornhub? <laughs> her? Yeah, yeah. Oh, her. It's yeah, like, right. well, no, 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 no. I'm better well, than that. Let me like, get to the reason. Which one are you then? I like, had, mm-hmm. I had mentioned that. Uh, it's funny you say that. I had mentioned that I despise everyone involved in this. Story. <laughs> so yeah. her response to it, she had like a Twitter response that said, uh, I'll just "I had a lot I'll of just, trouble understanding." I'll just read this, it off by here. She said. I am in no way, shape, or form this sexist-termed booby streamer, nor have I ever exploited my body to attract viewers. Please refrain from making sexist comments like this soon, or you'll be banned from Twitch, blah, 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 blah. Uh, And I just thought... And and, and she went on to explain that, uh, well, it's not sexual because uh, there's nothing sexual about body painting. Listen, you're not directing showgirls here. You're not that talented. (laughs) Body painting, but it's like, look, you're an attractive lady. Yeah, the paint isn't what's sexual. Your tits are. It just (laughs) annoys me as, like... Yeah, fucking right. As if I imagine I yeah. had the body painting skills. Like I'm a, just as good a painter. <laughs> I as don't know. She is. I'm just imagining you just with your the, shirt off, with like paint exactly, on your nipples on stream. Exactly. Imagine if I went on to Twitch, took my shirt off, yeah. my hairy, like out of shape body, yeah. just painting over it. Yeah. I might get a lot more I'm views sure though. That's gonna get tons of people watching. Like, like, the, like we're all laughing. The idea of it is yeah. it's laughable. Like me, like I just imagine me hmm. getting close up to the camera, painting my nipples, whatever the color of the. No, what are the odds? Some someone, character. some dude's already tried this. Some, like it would be the end of Twitch. That would be done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just shut it down. They'd be like, they'd be like we don't. Is, yeah. It's gone too far. We don't know what this has become. We've now. reached the end. It was sexy. Now it's not. It, it's like it's just a clear case of her not at all acknowledging that there's there's a difference between men and women. Like mm-hmm. yeah, that that level of denial. Yeah. Of, oh no. It's so what side's the exploitation good. on? Is it like her that's being exploited, or is she exploiting the nerds? Yeah, both. It's it's but it's it's. It's both, but it's, mm. I don't, I don't like, I don't think the what word. What is the word exploitation exactly. even mean at this point? I don't think the word exploit is even appropriate at that point. That makes sense. Because yeah. it's something that they want to see. And, it's, and no one, unless she's being forced to do this by like her, like a really shitty boyfriend or something Yeah, because like it's not like child labor, which it's is like very exploitative. A really exploit. shitty boyfriend who insists that she holds the moral high ground on the, on but, the situation. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you take those, t- those clothes off, you do a little dance, and then you convince him. Yeah. <laughs> but she is. 
like, like <laughs> that this is right. <laughs> don't fool yourself, sweetheart. The reason people are tuning in <laughs> yeah. is because you have a huge rack. Don't like, delude yourself. It, it, it's, there's like, different. it just sounds like a satirical account. Yeah. If, if, if you just imagine this chick's Twitter feed being like, People watch all 200,000 viewers today watched for my body paint <laughs> skills. <laughs> like just like that's exactly what she, exactly what she's saying. If you just wrote this quote plain truth from her, it would come off as a satirical yeah. Twitter I, account. Maybe I'm paranoid or whatever, but I I just it makes me think that it's like just a, her own PR campaign to like not make it be so obvious to the Twitch because I think I think Twitch had a problem with this. Like, I know like they, women had, twitching. they had something yeah something about like yeah. Women twitching because it, it was becoming like stuff. a real big problem. I don't know if it's. I don't think. I don't think. Problem. I don't think it's actually problem. changed. And either. then you have. Right and then you have women who are doing the same, but with their downstairs called twatching. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other website. <laughs> yeah, I just. I hate. I hate twatch.net. It's just body painting, guys. <laughs> I hate. Everyone involved with the story, these loser gamer guys that are so upset. You're, you're trivializing what Twitch is supposed to be about. Uh, like, shut up. Poor, dude. poor guys. <laughs> po- poor her, guys. Let her take. Like, you're ruining this for everyone. Just let yeah, her take enjoy her it. It won't online. last. And then her like fooling herself into thinking, oh, it's just tons of people who are interested in my art form. Mm. Uh, no, maybe about one mm. percent of the audience. The rest, not at all. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I definitely appreciate those kind of assets. <laughs> I like the idea of Twitch. Could you say that in a British accent? <laughs> or definitely appreciate your assets. <laughs> Immediately better. Marvelous. I know, they, they no, sound bad. great and douchey. That's good. Um, yeah. Uh, it, I, li- I actually like the idea of Twitch becoming not just a video gaming thing, but yeah. just, just a live stream technology. Where mm-hmm. women are just constantly taking their Where women off. are constantly <laughs> taking their I'm definitely gonna, evolves into a pornography. I'm definitely story. buying some like, body paint. That's yeah. I'm going that route. But, uh, you could use well, according to gun. this lady, if you get good enough, you'll have just, just as high just as viewership as Just as many viewers as her. as her. You just need to be mm-hmm. just as talented. That's it. I'm seriously considering it, which is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I've thought of doing it for music, like live streaming writing yeah, sure. music, because people might be interested in how to write. Any more V necks and, and low cut tops. Know, Dave, you could do it with art and your. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> art cleavage is chest hair. I've heard this argument. You just hire like a stripper who's just constantly in the background. It's a pretty dancing, good gimmick. And then you <laughs> just mm. draw. I'll just call up the local dancing club. Hey, you guys uh, got a practice space for you. Or just, you just. <laughs> what if you just hang posters all over the wall behind you of cleavage? I yeah, can get all those work. posters from Die Hard that they have in the, in the security card uh, hut that's got porn. Like paste it up against the wall. Yeah, just paste that scene <laughs> of Die Hard and blow it up so that you can't really see it anymore. Yeah, um, yeah I think that it's a pretty good PR stunt for her to just be really indignant and self-righteous sure. about it. I think that mm-hmm. she'll get more uh, attention. Um, yeah, just as I well. don't think I, that's what's happening, but <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. No, I think her only risk is like if she does takes a misstep, then her account gets taken down like that's it so right. she's probably making bank like serious bank from it so we had be, yeah. a, we had another great PR stunt uh, happen this week with uh, that everyone was talking about for like 24 hours only which was uh, that whole yeah, Nike, Nike ad yeah, the yeah, Nike yeah. ad mm-hmm. thing so um, everybody should remember but uh, Colin Capper boob football uh, player the one who refused to stand during the national anthem yeah football games so, to so protest the black disparity or something so Nike sponsors him with an instantly memefied yeah. uh, slogan, something like uh, if you stand up for what you believe, you have to sacrifice everything or something like that, right? It, well, the line was uh, stand up for something, uh, even if it means sacrificing everything, something like that. 
Yeah. So, um, and then everybody immediately started making fun of it, putting like old people in the photo instead and just well, like there, random nonsense. There have mm-hmm. been some dynamite uh, edgy ones. <laughs> I've never seen one. It was like a picture of, <laughs> of one of the planes about to hit the World Trade Center. Oh my God. <laughs> How relevant today. <laughs> Today well, is September 11th. Happy. <laughs> not nine. when people are listening to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not when people For are listening. For us. That's why I'm saying it. Just yeah. so you know. Just so you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was easily memefied and some pretty good ones out there too, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, everybody's probably seen that to death already. Again, Everybody, it's this like only long, happened for 24 hours. I haven't heard a, this is, the time this heard a single thing about this it. This is the one meme that kind of escapes me. I look at them and I, I, like I see it, but I don't get it. It's just because it's a trade center. It's just a, it's just a meaningless phrase. It doesn't mean anything. That must be it. Yeah, because all of them are kind of doing that. I'm like, what? What? Yeah, they're all just, they're just, it's just platitudes. Well, also, I don't think he really platitudes. sacrificed so that much. Like, he's a successful Well, that, so, so that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I wanted to bring up. because It didn't seem like so, a huge sacrifice. So, uh, the uglier Tom Cruise, Ben Shapiro, uh, yeah. was, was talking about, was talking about this. And he was going through this. Yeah, what do you mean sacrificing everything? All you did was get millions of dollars of sponsorships. Great sacrifice, idiot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he was going on and on about this whole controversy, you know, like he does on his political talk show and building it up. And then after 10 minutes of, of building up how not a hero this guy is, he goes, don't you guys realize that this is just to sell Nike shoes? <laughs> yeah. Like, like this he, ad? This Nike this, ad? This shoe ad that was just meant to sell shoes? Like, like in the most woke fashion, it's just like, oh man, now, now well, here comes the big bomb drop, you guys. Don't you see you're all being manipulated by this explicit ad well you know it's funny not wrong it's funny to state (laughs) it because a lot of people don't clue into that like they'll take it as like the social meaning but they won't actually see the ad uh yeah but it's just funny it's like at the end of the day it's a literal it's a literal it is yeah yeah. it it wasn't like some pr stuff yeah what an obvious that that they put together this was a literal like picture ad. yeah not one of uh not one of Ben Shapiro's most uh, groundbreaking uh, <laughs> observations <laughs> that he's thrown out there. Yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of interesting to think that people now, they're seeing ads and just seeing it as reality. Like, mm-hmm. it, the fact that that's you have to point always, out... That's probably always been true, though. Yeah, the, I, I don't know. I, I think... No, ad, ads, ads became manipulative, for sure. They, that's what I think they've always been. At, at the beginning, before psychology came into it, they weren't. They were literally like... This car does yeah, this. It go, does. It does you'd this. You have to go back to go back to like the forties or something. It is. Yeah, yeah. Like that. You have it, to go way in the fifties. Actually, further than that. Well, Freud, Probably Freud's that. nephew, something Bernays, something or other. He started getting Nene's, into it. Uh, yeah. Well, he <laughs> he, right he started getting. That's where women started being like, yeah, have have a woman smoking a cigarette because it's like a dick. Sure. <laughs> that's where he started getting that kind of marketing. Well, Maybe this sweet. Twitch streamer needs to start smoking. She uh, should up that viewership. Show them all. More. She's strong. All right, you guys ready for some movies? Let's talk movies. A movie. All right. Uh, our collective most hated movie ever mm-hmm. of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do that for Braden yeah. now. Uh, How did he do that bit? <laughs> so he did that of bit. the week. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Wait, wait, of the week. Do it again. You with the British accent. accent. Yeah, our most hated movie ever. Of the week. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I want to do the German accent. Okay. Our most hated movie ever. Of the week. <laughs> you have to get a sample of that and I can play it every time. Yeah. Uh, is the quote happy unquote time murders. Yeah. The happy time also known murders. as the happy time murders. The happy starring, time murders. Starring Melissa McCarthy. So Evidently a movie probably a lot of people may not have heard of. Even though like I don't watch a lot of. There was a lot of ads for it. Yeah, I don't have TV or anything, so I'm always unaware of like what gets a ton of ads. But I remember yeah. seeing this. It's, I saw a trailer for it somewhere. And I don't have cable. It's the rated R like puppet movie, Muppets, like yeah. a Muppet. Mm-hmm. It's a rated R Muppets. Movie. Yeah, pretty much. Really, yeah, really it's, it was simple. sold as like a raunchy puppet movie. That's really what it was sold as. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. But really, what it is, it's just a bad puppet. Movie. It's just yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a piece of shit. It's a a huge ripoff of the real rated R Muppets. Meet the Feebles. The original that that even less people have <laughs> that, that even less people have of. heard of. <laughs> it's such a confusing mess. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's. Um, okay, so the Happy Time Murders is just about a murder mystery, except everyone's puppets, and, and it's like a buddy cops. Yeah, it's style. a buddy mm-hmm. cop thing, and uh, a puppet teams up with Melissa McCarthy, who's an who is uh, not a puppet, uh, but a. Just, just you know, plain old fatso. <laughs> I would say it's more <laughs> Too like... big to be a puppet. Really. I would say it, <laughs> it actually is trying to be a detective movie. Sure, yeah, it's a... a sure, but a, a, buddy de- a buddy detective movie. No, it say, wasn't, I say actually. buddy cop, but uh, yeah, they're detectives. But that's still considered well, a buddy cop. Form. Yeah, the, 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 the way they were shooting it, like, and this, I was confused about this when it opened, and he had, he's like narrating it. Like, you mean the way they like didn't the, shoot it? The noir, yeah, the noir it style. Yeah, like a film noir style. That, that's, a a detective, that's a detective style storytelling. Except in those movies or those stories, you follow the detective the whole time. He's in every shot. Yeah. It they didn't do that turns, with this. It's, it's almost as if they just had, had no singular vision. Yeah, yeah I think that's what it was because it went from that into a buddy cop movie, which was weird. Okay, let me get the synopsis out of the yeah, way yeah. so people know what the hell we're talking about. So uh, Detective Puppet uh, starts to see his friends be murdered one by one. Uh, estranged from the police force for some mysterious reason. For a reason that's not well explained or makes sense at all. Yeah, for a reason that doesn't... Accidentally killed a guy? He accidentally kills a guy that... For the bullet that ricochets off like ten metal beams and oh, then yeah, hits a guy behind him on the street. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. He uh, also he was the first cop. He was the cop. first. Yeah, he was the first puppet cop, and then he, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody hates puppets because they're just like, I don't they're know. They're the racist. It's, it's, group. There's like a there's like a real I say half ass, but probably not even that. Like quarter assed tr- social commentary throughout mm-hmm. the whole movie about, about how hate humans hate hating puppets. puppets, but they don't really go into. I don't know why which real group they, it, they were meant to represent at all. No, that that's why I say like quarter. All of them. It's like they have this. There's there's discrimination against puppets, but mm-hmm. they don't really dive deep into it. It doesn't have any arc. None of that's there's resolved no, yeah, yeah, or, there's no or further explained by the end of the movie at all. Okay, we gotta we gotta continue yeah, on the it. synopsis yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So get her done. Um, he teams up. Detective Puppet teams up with his enemy. Cop, Fatso Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Fatso McCarthy. <laughs> Fatso McCarthy. Melissa. <laughs> Fatso McCarthy. Uh, to solve the mystery. Will they solve the, the murders or not? Yeah, I guess they do uh, by the end. Oh, yeah. So um, Meet the Feebles is just a way better version of this. Uh, it's a 1989 
Peter Jackson directed his, his second movie long before he did Lord of the Rings. Yeah. There's a $750,000 budget, so basically nothing, that he does quite a lot, lot with. Mm-hmm. Probably spent almost all, all, if not just all, the money on the puppets. Because there's some really great-looking puppets. A, and yeah, definitely and, uh, some yeah. animatronic puppets. Puppets and sets. I think everything else must have been cheap. Yeah, so yeah. Meet the Feebles, they got a sweet theme song. Meet the Feebles, and, Meet the Feebles. Some and of the music was good. They kept it closer to a puppet parody in that it's like the exact parody. It's the exact yeah the exact concept of the Muppets. Like they, it's a it's a movie. This movie is about the Feebles putting on like this this puppet show for television. This variety, yeah, like a variety stuff. The Feebles Variety Hour. Well, it's described as a sleazy. Like these puppets, these animals and insects delving into the sleazy side of uh, entertainment. Yeah, so you start to see the behind-the-scenes workings of this of this show, and every, everything on show is seemingly pretty, you know, TV family-friendly. But they're then, just singing and dancing, and yeah, it's a reggae. Pretty guy. innocent. The feebles part of it. Right? But yeah, then yeah. in the background, they're all like doing coke, and they went, uh, they went to filming, war, <laughs> filming illegal porn, like murders. One of them has PTSD from a Vietnam. Yeah, yeah that war. that character was one of my so favorites. The Vietnam War, <laughs> the PTSD guy. He's just begging some rat for for coke or heroin or something like that. It was Here, heroin, it's, yeah. it's all the money I have. Great, that's what you owed me from last week. <laughs> Get me fifty more bucks by six. And he's like, No, I'm dying here. Mm-hmm. So, and then this 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 Muppet crackhead guys having flashbacks to the Vietnam It, it was War. a very racist scene, too. Those were like oh, super yeah. Vietnamese-looking like puppets. <laughs> yeah, they had yeah. like buck teeth and they're all like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very rough. Yeah, there's, I, mean, I was like, this wouldn't fly today. It's a puppet movie. Everything yeah. about what a puppet does yeah. is supposed to, you know, an exaggerated cartoony form, real-life form of life. I would say, too, the things, the jokes they make that are kind of extreme in that movie wouldn't fly these days, which is why the Happy Time yeah, Murders, not. it's really flat in well, like, the, the joke telling. Well, don't worry. Part of why Hap- yeah. really Happy flat. Time yeah. Murders made some jokes that were directly ripped out of the Meet the Feebles. <laughs> so, uh, Can I ask you guys? Really I, don't remember, quick? I don't remember any jokes in this movie. Oh, yeah. I want to know, so. literally, if you can remember, how many times you laughed at the Happy Time Murders. Like, oh, do you remember under laughing? Five. Definitely under five. I don't, yeah. I don't know if I did any. I'm sure I did, but nothing comes to mind. I chuckled a few There times. was a lot of I mm. found there was a lot of concepts that were funny, but their mm. executions were always just. I, I only dull remember laughing once, at, uh, just once. Do you okay, we're talking about Meet the Feebles here, I do. but okay, continue. I'll, I'll, I can you tell you. you. Tell us now. The only scene that I laughed at was, and it's just because of the premise I think was really hilarious, uh-huh. is when the FBI agent show up to his office, his like detective office, uh-huh. and he's he's like having sex with this woman in his office. With this puppet. Another puppet, woman. yeah. And he's banging her like crazy up against the window, and, and they can see her, and it's, and then he starts like, like jizzing everywhere. Yeah. And it's like silly it's, string. It's literally silly string. And it's so like over the top and awkward <laughs> that it's really hilarious. Yeah, that's... That joke was stolen from Meet the Feebles. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> it was... It was also like uh, definitely the the funniest like puppet style joke they had yeah. on it because it's like it was a the guy's jizzing comedy. everywhere. Yeah. It made me so uncomfortable, but it was being sprayed everywhere. Yeah. It's like, that's again that's a good example of a joke. It's like that's a funny joke, yeah. but I don't I don't think it got a chuckle out of me. But no. yeah, that is an example of an actual it joke. W- it was a movie. deeper joke I think than all the other jokes because you got the awkwardness of the FBI agents and it made me wonder like is this how puppets like 
ejaculate? Like, do all of them do it like I this? I wonder how puppets ejaculate, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've always wondered I that. I, I just assume they just always got ejaculated into. I don't know. I never thought <laughs> yeah. well, uh, more times than not, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's... Uh, so there's a scene in Meet the Feebles where... Um, at, there's just some janitor or something you're following around as he's checking on all the cast members or something, and you kind of get new, to see what they're doing. He's some a new cast member. New, some new cast member guy. Mm-hmm. So and he, he walks into some dungeon, and uh, he, sees, he sees some guy whipping some cow with giant udders, yeah. some, like, some, uh, some Muppet cow, and he comes in to stop them, but then, then he realizes that they're just filming a pornography scene <laughs> and uh, whatnot. It's, and it's super sleazy. It's just in some, it's yeah. just in some, like, some base. It looks like an actual dungeon or whatnot and uh, and then the cow is just spraying her milk everywhere and stuff and I go oh yeah this Happy Time Murders stole that exact joke and put it in there because there's a scene in the Happy Time Murders where they're they go into the back of some VCR shop, yeah. some porn shop and cow's then, getting like then some cow's getting milked and by an octopus I think yeah, they just they just opted oh. with an octopus or something like that, and that was like that was kind of a funny joke. And I said the only kind of funny jokes in the whole movie were ones that they, they were just, just stolen from Meet the Feebles. Well, and they were just puppet gags. They weren't like Melissa McCarthy was throwing jokes all like crazy, but oh god, none, yeah. none were funny. I mean, my biggest criticism of, criticism of this movie is that it's just another. It's almost a great example, I would say, of a modern comedy with just no jokes. Mm-hmm. No jokes, and also doesn't take advantage of filmmaking it, as a medium for comedy. It had it had no meat. Like it, yeah, no it gets really close into Lady Ghostbusters territory. So Very close. Mm. my summary of the Lady Ghostbusters 2016 movie was just there were 500 jokes and about two of them were funny and they were just being machine gun fired at, in, into your ears. You know what I noticed? I don't know how to put um, it into words. The comedy in these things. It's it's the way that they talk. It's more talking comedy. Like the, that awkward. Yeah. Uh, well, they're just cadence. saying jokes. So- not even the jokes, it's just the cadence of like the awkwardness, like being awkward. Like that apparently is the joke. The, the reason I don't get it. for this. I know. That's it. No, you'll have to tell. I don't get what you mean. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, I need an example, but. <laughs> well, the re- the re- so the reason for this is that this, mm-hmm. this is a huge problem I have with a lot of modern comedies. And we touched this on this a bit when we did our Edgar Wright Hot Fuzz episode. Mm. But I'll just, just briefly, just quickly go over it. Um, is that most modern comedies, like I hate most modern comedies. I just don't find them funny anymore. Uh, and they don't, they don't take advantage of filmmaking as, as a medium. So for example, in an action movie, if you're filming a car chase, you use certain filming techniques to make the car chase more exciting. You put the camera down real low to the ground so it makes, makes the car seem like it's going real fast because it's mm. just super low to the ground. Stuff like that. Like That's strategically positioned cameras to make the action in the scene Yeah, those better. design shots on purpose. You can yeah. do the same thing with comedy. Like You can have a shot that's funny because of maybe something that's framed in the background or whatever. Edgar Wright, the guy who did Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, just a brilliant director. He's he's one of the only comedy directors really doing this. All the other comedy movies are always let's get a bunch, let's get together a bunch of quote unquote funny people, and it's yeah. usually just a bunch of fucking Saturday Night Live rejects, uh, and that we'll just we'll we'll have a really loose script, and we'll just let them improv the whole thing because these people they're so gosh darn funny. They'll come up with all sorts of great stuff. The problem that that that's that can maybe work uh, if, if you, they're actually funny. If yeah. they're actually really funny, but most of the time they're not. But the other major problem with this is that because of this, you're filming scenes to be shot based on improv, so you don't know exactly what they're going to say. Like maybe a character will say something, and then if you have a picture of 
whoever they're talking about, like a painting, a portrait in the background, like that could be like a funny framing thing. Yeah. But because it's improv, they don't know what they're going to say, so they can't plan for anything like that. That's so the camera is always locked down in like a medium shot and then like a shot, reverse shot, so close up of each other's face, just talking. It shot like, it looks like a fucking soap opera. Yeah. And it shot so fucking bland and boring. And that's why every joke in this movie feels so lifeless because none of them, like there's no thought into making this, like using filmmaking as the medium for the comedy, they don't do it anymore. I think that's very accurate. Yeah, I think like you take like the Muppets movie, like an actual Muppets movie, they write and design everything in it. Like it's they all have all kinds of setups and and follow throughs and everything. Oh yeah, totally. So, yeah, but and so this kind of movie, I think it's a really cheap way to make movies. Is probably what it is. So I, I could go on just boringly explaining like this whole concept, but I highly mm -hmm. recommend anyone who's maybe interested in that or just wants to see a cool like really quick like less than ten minute long video. Uh, there was a YouTube channel. He doesn't do it anymore, but it's still up. Uh, the channel was called Every Frame a Painting. That's oh, yeah. right. I've he, seen that a lot, actually. He did an episode on Edgar Wright, and he talks about specific, pretty much exactly what I'm talking about here, how mm -hmm. people don't really use the medium for comedy anymore. Um, and, yeah, so when you get a bunch of incredibly, just fascinatingly unfunny people like Melissa McCarthy and... Whoever that other lady was, the secretary. Yeah, she was I'm on pretty SNL. sure she was an SNL. Idiocracy. Uh, yeah, it's like she's never done anything funny. Like no, I've never. never seen. No. Idiocracy. She was in. And I I love that movie, but I don't. I would what say she's would she like in? a funny part. Well, yeah, we don't even. We can't even say who she is. Is I don't even. Not worth talking about in my no. opinion. Um. The thing that sucks too is like this. So when I'm talking about using the, the filmmaking to to actually create the comedy, uh, a, a Muppet movie, like a puppet movie like that, is perfect. And they mm -hmm. they almost get it with a few scenes, like the idea of the puppets uh, snorting sugar, because it's like yeah. puppets are still like even if they all <laughs> they still look goofy and cartoony <laughs> like they would like on a Muppet show. Yeah. So it's 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 funny this idea that there's that they would. Like sugar is their drug, and they're yeah, that was a, that was a pretty they're funny premise. It, they're snorting it through Twizzlers, mm -hmm. but it's just like this one shot, this one scene of them doing. It's like they don't, they never quite go far. We, yeah, which is that. the right line. Like it reminds me of like the Naked Gun movies, like those old Lampoon style movies, yeah. Airplane, and those kind of things. Yeah, they did that kind of comedy perfectly. Yeah. Those are so funny because they're they're silly. Yeah, the parody in Airplane, they got like, oh, let's get the co-pilot on and it's just a blow-up doll that sits yeah. there co-piloting yeah. with them. And, <laughs> I think that and kind of they interact with him like he's a real co-pilot at some points yeah. in some tense scenes. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, it's um, but yeah, you want to talk about a direct comparison to Meet the Feebles. We were just talking about that guy with PTSD, or that, that puppet in Meet the Feebles <laughs> with PTSD and he's doing heroin and he's having flashbacks to a, a fictional version of the Vietnam War. Yeah. That's funny. Like, if you just shot it as it was, it's like, yeah, this should just be about a drug addict. But you see a Muppet doing that. It's, it's just hilarious. funny to make a Muppet it's do it. It's just hilarious because yeah. they're, they're so, like, child-friendly looking. It's like there's so many opportunities in the Happy Time Murders for that. And they kind of get it a couple things, but they never quite take it far enough. It's always just, like... I, I, I wrote down uh, a note about just saying that I think it was funny without trying to be funny. And that's the other thing the Happy Time Raiders did wrong is they're really trying to be funny. Meet the Feebles, I think it was just funny. Like, that Vietnam scene, it's, like, literally, like, Vietnam. And yeah, these, these puppets, like, they're torturing turtles because and I, making them, like, say these sayings. <laughs> I think even, like, Peter Jackson, because this is an early Peter Jackson movie. Which this surprised is like the of, hell out of one me. One of his, within his first five, I think it was, like, the third movie he ever did. Yeah. But even then, he had an understanding that, yeah, 
taking puppets and putting them in and, and showcasing this horrific scenario, but everyone involved is a puppet. <laughs> that's funny. And yeah, it's, it's like you're saying, there's, like, there's something very off-putting about comedy where you can just try, you can just tell they're trying their hardest to be funny and it mm-hmm. feels super forced and that, like, that's forced, that's yeah. why I bring up like these like these SNL rejects and that 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 to me feels like every Melissa McCarthy movie at least the ones that yeah. I've seen I haven't seen many but well and I noticed this with SNL actors actually uh, when they start out on SNL they're they're brand new and uh-huh. they they do force it and they, they they are awkward and weird but as they become veterans yeah. they they loosen up they chill out it's they actually start being there funny. was like a golden era of SNL like mm-hmm. back in the 80s and maybe a bit the early 90s like I mean, that's Chase essentially and where, and where we got Ghostbusters from like totally. Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd yeah uh, was Harold Ramis on SNL mm. uh, probably maybe as a writer he was never on it as an as an actor okay, I don't yeah. think uh, I never followed SNL closely but there was a golden era but now it feels like with these Saturday Night Live actors that get into make make these regularly making these comedy movies mm-hmm. they never get past that phase that you're talking about mm. it's like yeah maybe when they first started out on snl they uh you know they were trying to make a name for themselves and their comedy felt a bit forced while they were still getting the groove of, of their place on the show yeah but now it feels like they just never got past that stage and they're still just forcing comedy it's just the worst maybe it's a sign of our generation those are our generation guys now up there. Um, yeah, another another example of uh, a perfect scene that w- that would be great for filmmaking to dictate the comedy. Uh, early on, one of the puppets that gets killed, uh, someone just releases a bunch of dogs into his oh, yeah. into his apartment house, whatever. But it's not like a bunch of vicious pit bulls or anything. <laughs> yeah. It's a bunch of like cute little like a Jack Russell Terrier and, yeah. and whatever, and of you know. A, little dogs and whatnot they love just ripping up stuffed animals and whatever <laughs> so they grab they go right for the puppet and they're just ripping them into pieces it was it's funny like that's a funny concept but it, there's just something about the way they shoot it and then they also they cut away to this human character that he was trying to bang oh like, yeah which made it weird on the blend on the it's like well a, she puts it, it, it she turns on the blender she mm-hmm. she, she, she goes she oh i'm just gonna go blend some stuff i'll yes. be right back and she turns on the blender and the music's already getting kind of minor you know and you're oh, okay so he's gonna get murdered and she's not gonna be able to hear because she's mm-hmm. standing by the blender yeah um, immediately the, which is it was immediately annoying before the gag even happened because you saw it coming immediately lost sight of what made this joke funny it's funny because it's supposed to be this vicious murder, but he's a puppet, so they just release a bunch of cute little dogs that just want to tear a stuffed animal apart. Yep. That's your focus. Focus on shooting that from all the hilarious angles you can. Yeah. And then they focus cut, on the cuteness and the cut, contrast. They cut back to some joke that could be told in any scenario, regardless mm-hmm. of puppets. It, it, oh, this person doesn't notice because they have the blender on. It's, like, it's well, the oldest joke. It's such an old, tired joke. Well, yeah, it's the... Uh, you know, the play their piano, George. You know that whole thing. <laughs> no, I don't know that. <laughs> the old shot, thing. You know, the piano, will cover, cover the shot. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain what you mean? No, I can't. Okay, that's, that's all right. Uh, yeah, and I was thinking for, they should have just made the dogs chihuahuas or something very, they should very have, cute. Yeah, they didn't. That's the thing; it would up the contrast, yeah, they, right? Yeah, yeah, like a corgi would have been perfect. Like yeah, well, that's, that's, that's what was kind of horrific. Was he was being torn apart, and it was so gruesome. But yeah, they're such 
cute dogs, and he's like, he is like in such agony. A poodle and no. that was fairly funny, but I was cringing. I mean, it wasn't that. that funny, but at least it could have been funnier. It's it just funny... shows how much they screwed up a joke that was served up on a silver platter. Yeah, exactly. For it's an example. You have a concept that's a fu- inherently funny concept. You're not going to be, you know, slapping your knee over the concept. <laughs> but if someone shot it just right, that I. I I can just imagine a, like a version of that that's 20 times funnier than what they did, and that's, that's the whole movie. Most of it isn't even... There's, there's very little of these puppet jokes. Most of it is just jokes mm. that could have been done because they just fall back on the, on the improv bullshit. I think, I think you're totally right, because there's a lot of jokes. Like I just felt it was a very boring movie, like all around pretty boring. Well, there was one scene where he's like getting beat up by a couple thugs, and he's just like, I don't have any bones. It's like they're just yeah. beat, they're just beating up <laughs> yeah, a puppet, and I'm like, what do they think they're doing then? Or like, do they know they're hurting him? Or yeah, they're, they're pretty confused. familiar with how puppets work at this point because yeah. they yeah. seem to beat them up all the time. Yeah, they hate them. So why? So yeah. So why are these thugs regularly beating up puppets <laughs> if they know that doesn't do anything? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great joke, idiots. Uh, speaking of idiots, uh, get ready for this week's baby boomers are shit. <laughs> Of the week. Oh, yeah. Of the week. I mean, of the week. I thought it was German. (laughs) Of the week. (laughs) Yeah, that one's the best one. Um, Baby boomers. So we've already talked about baby boomers. They go to some destination like the Eiffel Tower and they they buy a T-shirt. They love their vacation shirts. Yeah, the Eiffel Tower, the the, whatever, the the temples in Mexico, whatever the fuck. But we haven't talked about blue-collar... T-shirts that baby boomers love. Do you do you know what type of T-shirts I'm talking talking about here? Um, do you mean like a novelty style shirt, or I just lost all sound? By the yeah, way. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, covered the sound here. Sorry about the equipment there. Way to go! I got nothing. Okay, don't worry about that. Um, so uh, technical difficulties there. So what are these shirts? Oh, he's gone. Muller's gone and ruined everything. He's trying to pick up his phone and just trashes everything. Thank God he didn't knock over all these VHS covers we have here. <laughs> no, I got mine's working now. Okay. We're good. We go. And we're back, folks. We are back. All right. Um, so here's one for you. For, it's, I, forklift Operator seems to be a really good title for, for a lot of these. <laughs> My sense of humor may hurt your feelings or offend you. I suggest you butch, buckle up, buttercup. I change for no one. Yeah, so these are like novelty shirts. <laughs> and there's just like a picture of a forklift of <laughs> like in the middle. Yeah, of the I've definitely of seen a lot of them wearing stuff like that. There's, there's got to be 90 fonts on this T-shirt That's here. That's a whole lot of <laughs> boomer attitude. It's my sense of, and then... Humor in like another font, and then may hurt, but it's sideways down. <laughs> there's just a there's just a tiny. So I got a whole slew of these T-shirts that they love. Uh, another another forklift operator one. I try to make things idiot proof, but they keep making better idiots. Mm. <laughs> that yeah, like I a mean, T-shirt a baby boomer. Yeah, would because like? they they're very self congratulatory. Yeah. <laughs> anything that pats them on the back, they're just obsessed with. We're better. Tell this truck driver how to do his job. Dot dot dot. And you can tell the doctor the last thing you remember. You've been warned. My mm. lord. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my uh, god. Mess with me, I fight back. Mess with my truck, and they'll never find your body. 
Oh. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, like, boy. What's, what's the punchline on that one? You got to link me to where you're seeing just a, this. Just that's a, just the shirt's from. That's not just not a even a thinly you, you veiled to... threat. That's just a threat. <laughs> that's just a flat-out threat. That's what humor is to boomers. <laughs> Threats. It's <laughs> just it's boomer just humor. Younger people. Um, I don't. I don't know. I can't link this to you right now. So uh, yeah. blowing it. Pretty, pretty unfortunate. Um, uh, I got two more here. So some more. Uh, oh yeah. Here's here's some boomers. Uh, here's here's. Uh, it's yeah. It's all these blue-collar ones that I'm finding in particular. But uh, keep calm and let the radio operator handle it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> nailed, <laughs> nailed that already really awful. <laughs> I don't snore. I dream I'm a bulldozer. Oh, my God. Yeah, these are, these, these are just like anti-comedy. It's just it makes you, <laughs> makes you depressed hearing them. It's the opposite of comedy. The yeah. few, the proud, the insane... <laughs> so it's not even a joke. They're, it's like they're sucking funny out of their. Yeah, room. <laughs> it conjures nothing but like confusion. Uh, um, yeah, so I'm uh, so baby boomers. You have the worst taste in t-shirts that I have I have ever seen. I don't know if they read them or if they're really proud of them or. I think they're just so lame that. Those actually are funny to them. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's that's the mystery. Is this a step up or down from their vacation shirts? Oh, ah. Uh, by vacation shirts, you mean like? Are you talking about flower shirts, like Hawaii? No, shirts? no, no. I mean like a shirt that they got while, like, say you go to Mexico oh, and you have a shirt the, with an iguana on it. It says mm-hmm. Mexico. Or you oh, know, they go to Paris, yeah. a shirt of the okay. Eiffel Tower. I got, I got, I got my Vegas. My good, you find a lot of these knickknacks they buy too in uh, from vacations in uh, Value Village and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, before I answer your question, always give a hundred and ten percent at work. Twelve percent Monday, twenty-three percent Tuesday. But again, it's just another like self-congratulatory like style shirt. Like I, I guess like them complaining about work and whatever. It's like a very subtle amount of cleverness in it. Like very subtle. It's, By subtle, do you mean extremely small amount? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's not subtle. Yeah, that's not subtle. It's just it's just well, mi- you could minuscule. say too subtle. Yeah. Weld, eat, sleep, repeat. It's like very specific. Um, this is definitely worse than vacation shirts, and I'll tell you why. Because, and you won't believe the answer. <laughs> you won't <laughs> believe. Check reason number four. <laughs> um, <laughs> these are trying to be funny, and they're not funny at all. Crappy vacation shirts are just trying to be crappy vacation shirts, and they're succeeding just fine. They know what they, they are. They know what they are. They know what they're doing. The yeah, baby boomers that, might not know what they are. No, but, well, because I think, yeah, the people who made the shirts, I mean, they're just trying to sell a shirt. But, uh, mm, yeah, what else you put on a shirt? That, the mindset that they have while wearing them, I think, is a, a bragging thing. Like, hey, I went to Mexico. Well, Look at and, my Mexico and do you think they shirt. wear them when they're in Mexico? Definitely not. No, they bought them while they're in Mexico. Maybe on the flight home. Actually, yeah. definitely on the flight. <laughs> I, I the have flight a feeling home. they buy them there and wear them there and then bring them home and wear them at home. Could be. Or maybe they don't wear them at home, they hang them up at home because <laughs> nah, it was a knick-knack now. It's like a we weird, got this in Mexico. It's like a weird bragging signal, Now it's hanging up in my closet. Sort of thing. Caution, warning sign. Hmm. Your bullshit will not be tolerated today. 
Oh, it just sounds like an angry person. <laughs> like there's no, there's no. That sounds like a woman that works in an office. It sounds that. like somebody who just came up with a joke but hasn't had any time to iron it out so that it kind of goes well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, they just took the, the, the very first take. They weren't going That's for the joke. funny. They were going for sassy. Yeah, it's exactly how you would expect you're talking to a 70-year-old man who doesn't get along with his coworkers because he's the grumpy guy. It's, it's like asking Red Foreman, hey, say something sassy. Mm. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But, uh, like, well, it would be like asking him to say something funny, and he'd be like, you know, say what, dumbass? Or yeah, that's kind of like ex- that's what is funny. I to mean, them. they they would write that funny. Maybe like, Red Foreman's not the best. What's example, funny but to a trucker or like a you know trailer park stay at home mom? Anyways, well, that's why boomers are shit this week. Mm. Good reason. Always shit. <laughs> Always shit. Um, speaking of shit. Speaking of shit, <laughs> one of my favorite characters in Meet the Feebles is this fly journalist. <laughs> <laughs> which is already a great joke. It is <laughs> they great. have a puppet jo- fly who's a journalist. Who's uh, like literal fly scenes of on him the eating wall. shit in a toilet. Yeah, so... so he looked pretty great, it's, too. So, so he's basically the main character in Meet the Feebles. Well, not the main character in the movie, but, you know, the head star is kind of this jazz jack rabbit kind of guy. He's instead of Kermit the Frog, it's him, right? I mean... Uh, He's the Kermit the Frog, basically. Except uh, instead of being Kermit the Frog, he's a rabbit who gets like AIDS or something, (laughs) and he's like he's just getting like poop out of his eyes and stuff. Like he's just rotting away. It's so yeah. He gets some unknown STD, and just as the movie goes by, he's just more decrepit and and AIDS is the closest thing that I can think of. He's just when when was this movie? uh, When did it come out? 1989. Um, Because AIDS was kind of a big thing back uh, then, wasn't it? Yeah. So well, they never say which one. What what does they say? It's the big one. They say it's the big one. So it's definitely hinting at HIV or AIDS. So this fly is basically just pestering him because they're like, oh, I'm going to write about how your show is going to go down now that you've got AIDS and everyone's going to find out you got AIDS and whatnot. And he's just sitting there talking to him and the fly is in the guy's toilet and he's got a bowl with a spoon as he's shoveling shit into his mouth. <laughs> it's like close-ups so, of him It's like shit. really close-ups. Like you can see like just the fly's head and just just shit just smearing over his lips. I just love P- uh, seeing, like imagining Peter Jackson direct that. <laughs> and again, this is a great example of him understanding using that, that visual as yeah. the joke. Like just the, just the very idea. Well, it's like, it's not that funny to think of flies eating poop. It's like, no. yeah, flies no, eat no, no, poop. No, that's, that. a, that's all they do. But just eating it with a spoon and stuff yeah. like mm-hmm. it's just all of a sudden as soon as you add that human element of like civilized spoons and and bowls it, immediately it's disgusting beyond the fact yeah. that it's just gross to watch well uh, it, plus the visceral reality of it into a puppet yeah which, yeah, I, which I think was the they difference do eat poop it That's was the difference theory. between the two movies like this in in the feebles one they had like actual liquids and the actual like like shit Kind of like looking stuff. Yeah, and when in you the, shot the puppets, they exploded into a mess of blood. Yeah, and in gore. the happy time ones, it was like stuffing, stuffing and and like 
Yeah, and that's to avoid a bad silly movie. string. Yeah, um, but yeah, wasn't the, it an R-rated movie though? Like, well, so. R-rated in the states, fourteen years. But R-rated, uh, they're not necessarily too scared of nowadays, after, saying, especially since after Deadpool. They did were so saying well. fuck a lot. You can't say it more than once. What they're not trying to R. avoid is an NC-17, which is harder for younger people to get into right. than a rated R movie. So there, there was another great joke with this fly where the, it it zooms up to the to the toilet basin or whatever you know wherever the you tank. wherever you'd shit if you were leaving an upper decker. You know that area. Yeah. Everyone knows what I'm talking about now. And he's just in there. It, it, it pans up to it, and you can see the thing. And you can you can see the decker, the upper decker thing. Yeah. You can see, you can hear the flies in there, and then it does kind of this fade away, so you can see through the ceramic, so you can see him in there. And he's got a little dark room set up with a red light, and he's developing photos in the guy's <laughs> toilet. <laughs> and it's like there's no joke. There's no there's nothing that you need to. Yeah. It's like, hey, nudge, nudge, wasn't that a funny joke? Like, which was basically yeah. this whole happy tire. It's not. It's not timer. a line with a punchline. Oh, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not just set up funny. It's, it's not patting itself on the back. No, it's yeah. just, it's just a, it's just another idea. I mean, the main problem with Meet the Feebles is that there's so many ideas that it gets like disorienting. Well, up, the beginning like, of the movie. Yeah, yeah, it's just a funny idea after funny like idea, but that can be not essentially like, what the movie about is about. It's like yeah, this Muppet Show, and all that you see all the behind the scenes, and they're going to each character one by one. You see all the seedy shit they're involved with, or how their life is falling apart. But that's a lot. To and take. for the first half an hour, it's like there's so, it's a variety show with a huge cast of characters. It, it is it feels a bit disjointed at the beginning, but mm. then as the movie goes you see that it's actually telling the story about how this show is falling apart behind the scenes yeah and and it's kind of building up to their their one big show that's going to get them on nationalized national national television uh so it, it kind of comes together it is a bit disorienting at the beginning and so the, the the miss piggy character who's just this uh it's a big fat hippo she's just a big fat hippo mm-hmm. she just has like an eating disorder where she just goes to the bakery and just eats everything and stuff it's like that's a that's a pretty hilarious joke on Miss Big. Like it's just it's such a dumb yeah. like obtuse joke on it, but it <laughs> it ends up being pretty hilarious. So there's just it's just the dark side of whatever. I found um, I found it so disturbing the like the big puppets that were clearly people in in yeah. puppet costumes. I yeah. found that so disturbing for some weird reason. Yeah, it's bizarre to watch, man. So, uh, so the Happy Time Murders. Um, the joke that stands out to me as as the most unfunny thing is, uh-huh. so she, she, Melissa McCarthy's looking for some crackhead guy in some crack shack, and uh, you know, which is basically just a copy of the Vietnam guy from from Meet the Feebles. Yeah, almost. Um, and she, and she walks in and, and she finds the guy and uh, she's trying to ask him questions and he goes, "Oh, I need some money. I'll suck your dick for fifty cents." <laughs> And suck your neck for fifty cents. <laughs> yeah, and then only not that funny. And then she's she's like, "Well, I'm not a dude, so oh, I don't have a dick." Yeah, this is you're tapping into one thing that annoys <laughs> and, me about all and, Melissa McCarthy. And, and the guy's like, and then it does that kind of comedic pause, and then the guy's like, "That's the well, talking." I'll, well, I'll yeah. still do it, and it's like, what is the joke here? See, like, that, this, that, this is what I was saying: the awkward talking, how she talks. That Im- it's improv, but it's just the way she's. Yeah, they they just kind of edit. Well, they're talking about it like they're saying a joke, except mm-hmm. for there's nothing funny. And we were in a theater with what I would consider complete slime, slope-headed idiots. <laughs> slope-headed. And, <laughs> and nice rain. <laughs> yeah. And and they were not they were not laughing very much mm-hmm. at all. Like they were laughing. Like there were some jokes like that where they'd be laughing, and me and Andy are just like, oh. But even God. then, there wasn't 
a lot. There wasn't that many laughs for how many jokes. That's another thing that reminded me of Of going to see the the Lady Ghostbusters. You know what it reminds me of? No laughs from most of the audience for about 98% of it. It's funny that you bring up the boomer shirts because that's what it sounds like to me. Like there's one joke. Yes, it's a movie. You've unlocked it. I think I have. Baby boomer t-shirts. I'll tell you one joke. It's perfect. It totally reminds me of that. She goes, she's like trying to find this guy or she's trying to find a detective, right? When he's gone away or whatever. He's like, he's on the run. And she goes, like, she's on the pier by the beach just walking around with a photo being like, hey, have you seen this guy? Have you seen this guy? She's searching for someone. Searching for someone. She walks up to like a a pig, like a, a... a wild pig uh, a and a and a, a yeah and a crab. Oh God! And she's, oh and God! She, this was so bad. And she's like, yeah, the crab says something about like, oh, you know, you've had crabs before, and so she's like, punts him. No, he doesn't and, say it in that subtle way. He yeah. stops the entire pace of it to go, hey, you've had crabs before, yeah. right, lady? Mm. I'm a crab. Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. And then she punts him, right? Yeah, she just she just grabs him and so then, him. So then the pig, I think she threatens him, the boar. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she like he tells her stuff and uh, and she goes to give him like a hundred dollar bill and he starts eating it. And she's like, What? Don't do that. And she's like, takes the bill back. And then and he's like, Oh, but I'll I'll take that. And she's like, No, you should have bought some food with it. Yeah, I didn't even understand that. I didn't part. No, I was no, like, no, she's, yeah. is this a joke? She was saying if you're That's gonna, what I was she saying. She said like, if you're gonna eat it, just buy twenty dollars worth of food yeah, instead of eating the bill. You should have thought about that before you're gonna eat it. Like, like it was like they set up this thing that didn't make any sense, and then they didn't seem to know it didn't It's boomer humor. <laughs> it was it was yeah, it was it was a Maybe it was this a movie joke. was Geared toward boomers. No, no stuff no. like stuff like Wild Hogs. That movie where a bunch of boomers get motorcycles. Tim and Allen and John Travolta. That's right. So around. then, it makes, that's odds boomer. are boomers made it, aiming it toward a younger audience. <laughs> no, I don't. Toward themselves. <laughs> I don't um, think that's true. You, you, you were tapping into something uh, that just annoyed the fuck out of me in this movie and all <laughs> Melissa McCarthy movies. Yeah, a, it's a, like a reoccurring gag where a bunch of people will mistake Melissa McCarthy for a dude. I say, hey, man, get it. You, you can't be around. And she's like, I'm not I'm a, a man. man. They do that in, I'm not in all of her movies? I've I think I've seen that times. before. What it is, is yeah. there, because, you know, Melissa McCarthy's no fucking supermodel or anything. I can make a ton of jokes or whatever. She's not, like, hideous or anything like that. But she's not, you know, it's definitely not an attract, what would be, uh, most people would consider attractive. Um, and they're definitely, I've noticed that they avoid Calling her fat and making or making jokes mm-hmm. about about her size or whatever, and it's always oh you look like a dude. I've seen that before. And it's like she no, she doesn't really, and, and it, even her mm-hmm. character in in this movie doesn't look like a dude. No one would mistake her for a dude. No, there should be. It's this is Melissa McCarthy in a, a Muppet parody movie. There should be constant Miss Piggy jokes and stuff. Like <laughs> and it's nothing even against her. Like there's lots of. Older comedies like Chris Farley movies. Like Chris Farley made a career. Good out of that guy stuff. in yeah. a little coat. It's like that guy in a little yeah, coat. It's, <laughs> it's like, just a dumb joke, but yeah. like they can't, they can't, you know, consider like they can't be the butt of a joke anymore. Not, like, I mean, they have to, they have to have jokes like like oh yeah, she, you look like a man, which is not even true. It, it, it's yeah, like, it can't, I, it's not so. They're, it's they're not skirting, funny because they're there's skirting no the fat joke. They're it's, avoiding yeah. it like the plague. Yeah. yeah. It, I think 
good on them for trying to avoid the low hanging fruit <laughs> of just making fat jokes over the most. I would McCarthy. agree if this was a, a better movie. Yeah, yeah, but but they just replaced it with a joke that's with just as yeah, it's not any kind of low hanging fruit jokes. They're like, well, we don't. Well, this, you know, we're too good for the low hanging fruit jokes. So instead, we'll just have no jokes. It, it, <laughs> we'll it's kind. Just take them instead, all we'll out. just take these apples we stepped on on the ground. <laughs> not even those. <laughs> At least there's something. Um, it's kind of a self. It would work as like a self, like lamb, lamb, lambasting, lambasting yeah, yeah, joke, self-deprecating. Like self-deprecating. It would work. It would work better as that kind of yeah, a joke. And right now, like, which I, is her I, humor sometimes. I'm making, you know, I make a couple fat jokes here, calling her Miss Piggy or whatever, mm. and, and some people will find that really mean, spirited, and offensive, whatever. But if they were making those jokes in the movie, like acknowledging that she's not this supermodel actress, which she's not trying to be, so it's mm-hmm. not really an insult, uh, that would. That would take all the like that would take all the all the power away from mean jerks like me if she was actually not trying to punch up like you should be mm. trying to punch down like like make like poke fun at yourself and whatever. They don't do that anymore, and I, I've definitely noticed that also in with with characters with actors actors and actresses like Melissa McCarthy where they're not like supermodels or whatever they never yeah. acknowledge what everyone's thinking. Well, she she does seem to acknowledge that she's not a classic beauty. Like she will sure. like the, like focus on the looks of another woman at, like especially like the beautiful ones and like point it out and make make jokes about it. But they, and, they and it's have, a bit self-deprecating, but it but feels again, it. so like she's being dragged behind a horse to do that. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it like we, we, you guys pointed out Chris Farley and nobody feels like Chris Farley is insecure or well did no. yeah. feel like Chris Farley was insecure about his weight because he really embraced he that. He owned yeah. it, yeah. Like yeah one he, of the, one of his, he owned the one of his, shit out of it. One of his biggest uh, Saturday Night Live skits was him uh, either trying to audition or being a part of the Chippendales dancers. <laughs> with Patrick, like with those, Patrick like, shirtless, Swayze. like handsome, like buff dudes like dancing. <laughs> no, he, it was with him and Patrick Swayze. <laughs> yeah, that's, and they're both doing the same dances and <laughs> the judges are like, well, we really like you, but she just has a really great body. <laughs> and, and it's Chris Farley who has the great body? No, Patrick Swayze. Oh, that would have been a funnier skit if they were rejecting Patrick Swayze. <laughs> and they were, oh, Chris Farley's yeah. got just such a great body. This- I, wonder if they, I wonder if he did lose them. I it's a know. it's a real slim three hundred and fifty pounds. Like, <laughs> yeah, but like, like I don't know. I think you can take that low hanging fruit and and mm. make it funny depending on the the scenario that that you set up. I mean, yeah. the joke with a uh, fat guy in a little coat wasn't that it that he was a big guy in a little coat. It was that he was making David Spade uncomfortable and and he's yeah. ruining his cloak his coat yeah. uh, or Look. or whatever. Again, taking, and he was being silly. I think that's, taking, that is a taking big part the low-hanging fruit is better than taking the no-hanging <laughs> fruit. All right, like mm-hmm. don't again, don't act like you're like this is some prestigious movie or, or whatever. This is not highbrow comedy. Don't be. A, it's a Muppet movie. Like, take the Muppets, put them in scenarios that are just ordinarily graphic or whatever. That's funny. It's easy, mm-hmm. but it's funny seeing that. It's like Melissa McCarthy. It's like, yeah, have her... Again, she's not like a classic beauty. And, but the thing is, she's not not a classic beauty because she looks like a dude. She doesn't mm. look like a dude at all. It's because she's a little heavier set. Well, I'm, I'm wondering what her appeal really is because like in this movie... She was I in Bridesmaids. I didn't, that's her appeal. I didn't buy her as a cop. <laughs> I didn't buy her as a good oh, fighter. Oh, God, I didn't buy her as a cop yeah. so bad. Oh. But I didn't. I, I also didn't buy her as, like, a good fighter or a drug addict. No, I just you just bought her as, as someone who doesn't like the male puppet dude, mm-hmm. like the, the, the detective and puppet. And she's quippy, right? Has, she's like, has Melissa McCarthy of. 
done anything good or even popular since Bridesmaids. People talk about that spy movie. I that movie Spy, they, 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 I hear even on the. Internet. I liked her in the identity theft movie with Jason Bateman, where she she stole his identity. Okay. And they're kind of like. I guess I, I guess the only other ones I've seen. Sounds awful, but I guess. Well, she's the food. she's the identity thief, and you go to her house, and she's got like six microwaves, and like like she's just got way too much. I like, stole shit. all these people's identities. Yeah, so she's I just have their collecting microwaves. a bunch of crap, and and like yeah, it's kind of hilarious. The only other movies I've seen her in that I. Th- that I remember, at least ones that she was prominent in, was The Lady Ghostbusters, which was just notoriously awful. Awful, mm-hmm. awful, awful. The Heat. The Heat, which I, I went into not even knowing it was a movie. It was just <laughs> my buddy was like, hey, I'm at the theater. You want to come check it I out? I think that was me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, either way, I was like, oh, okay. I didn't even know, I didn't know who was in it. I knew nothing about it. Another buddy cop movie with Melissa McCarthy, where she keeps taking these cop roles. I think she's she's either typecast or she's like typecast Paul, as a cop. Paul, no, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know if it, I honestly don't even know if that's what it means. But she gets the same role over and over. It's just like she's like the Paul Blart. You know what I mean? Like of yeah. female comedians right now. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. I don't no know what you does. just said. <laughs> I will say this. In, <laughs> what is the, no one does. In regards to the Happy Time Murders movie, uh, I can think of no better <laughs> casting choice for a character addicted to sugar than Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, was a, that, that was an interesting nailed fat nailed joke that in there, wasn't yeah, it? That, that, was, that was actually one of the funnier jokes that she was addicted to sugar and then they just kind but of they go forgot. nowhere with it. Yeah, they just forgot about it. Like, she was addicted to it as if it was heroin or something, like she, or cocaine well, or something. Like, she it, needs it. They did it wonky because, like, she did it to prove to them that she was, like, had a puppet well, liver. They... But the next thing, you know, she's, like, uh, you know fucked off to the trailer to like snort it with uh, the thing but I guess I guess later on they go back, back to her house and she is like a sugar addict she has like sugar they, all over the place they fucked up this this joke on all regards so they fucked mm. it up on, on the mean spirited joke that I'm making about she's a big fatso and probably has a sugar yeah, problem yeah they didn't make that clear they didn't mm-hmm. make that that wasn't the joke because they because they won't make her for being fat they're terrified to make fat jokes nowadays so that wasn't the joke mm-hmm. I bet you it's in her contract <sighs> yeah maybe no, no I don't know like no I, I, th- know I, think, I, I think I think her audience I think her audience is probably they want to be empowered. So they're if, probably similar to her. They're, listen, they're a little bit listen, overweight. And if if you're a fan of Melissa McCarthy, kill yourself. <laughs> you can you can do so much better if if you're a fat woman and you need <laughs> Melissa McCarthy to empower you to feel like uh, you Beautiful. know a positive uh, movement. You don't need you don't need Melissa McCarthy. Anyone is better. Yeah, even a skinny girl would be a better role model for you than her. Fi- anybody funny. The only way to redeem Melissa McCarthy is if Quentin Tarantino casts her in his <laughs> next movie, and then he'll fix her. <laughs> but yeah, they, they, this joke failed on all fronts. They, they, they eventually you learn that she has she in the ins- like she got shot in in an earlier like flash or in a flashback earlier earlier point in her life she got shot. And the only nearest hospital was a, a puppet hospital, so they, repl- they gave her a puppet liver. So they didn't actually acknowledge that that's why she's addicted to sugar, and I didn't even think of that until you, Muller, in the theater pointed you, see, you made some allusion to it. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that, that would explain her addiction to sugar, but they don't, they don't acknowledge that at all in the movie. No, it was actually a strong premise that, yes. they, that they just kind of glossed over. Yeah, I didn't, didn't really, really get really a strong vibe of it. I, what I got was like this drug they threw in her face would make a normal human like die. Yeah, because yeah, it was puppet. so much sugar. 
Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was too sugary for a human to handle. Oh my god! But it's like, well, how quickly do you think that the liver is gonna kick in? Because she so she snorts this sugar drug, and then she falls over and then gets back up. Oh, I'm alive because I really did have a, a puppet liver that can handle this much sugar. And like, how quickly do you think things get to your liver? Like, it takes a little bit. Of, also, imagine <laughs> the time. possibilities if we can just replace our. Our parts with puppet parts. <laughs> just eat as much sugar as we they, want. They skimmed over yeah, that. Finally, brilliant I can eat thing. as much sugar as I want. Uh, so I can just be as hard as on my heart as I want. So they failed on that because that was something that, like, I, like Mueller just pointed out that they don't acknowledge that she has mm. a, a, a puppet liver and that's that's what's fueling her addiction to sugar. And then later in the movie, when our characters are at their at their lowest, at the end of the second act. Uh, and the one detective cop, he's kind of been framed for all these murders. He's in jail, and it's up to Fatso McCarthy to get her out. And you, you see in her apartment, there's sugar everywhere. And it's like this was, I mean, it's, it's an easy, easy structure to go to, but it would have been very simple. To, so she's at home snorting sugar or whatever, and then maybe looks at a picture of her detective and then pushes the sugar away and, and kind of beats her addiction. This subplot goes nowhere. It doesn't do any of that. It, it's just she's addicted to sugar for some of the movie. There's one gag where she's, shorting, where she's snorting sugar with a Twizzler, which is funny, and, but it goes nowhere. It doesn't, even though this character has a crippling addiction to sugar mm -hmm. that's, that's acknowledged, goes nowhere. It's not worked into the plot at all. By the end of it, they just forgot it. They just forgot about it. It's just a complete failure on all fronts in terms of comedy. It's unfortunate. I was actually really looking forward to it because I was hoping... It would actually be really funny. Like you, you can do potential. you can do whatever you want. It's rated R. There's potential. We all make saw it, just we make all it good. Saw Meet the Feebles. There's the, yeah. the, the classic that everyone has seen, and definitely not no one. <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm trying to imagine it in like another team's hands what it could have been because like yeah that potential I think is. I mean I did I liked the premise like even mm -hmm. just oh it's just it's a, a buddy premise. cop. Kind of movie, but there's puppets. Well, I like the premise of a world of puppets. Uh, you know, actually, trying it's a, it's to integrate. A, yeah, yeah, and it's a type of movie that isn't really done outside of Muppet movies, right? Like the Muppets, like Jim Henson Muppets. I mean, essentially, this movie, at least with the social commentary of mixing uh, people and Muppets, it's doing exactly. Or it's trying to do what uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit already mm -hmm, did. Mm -hmm. like there was, there was. Did it very well, actually. Yeah, yeah. There was a Bob Hoskins between... being the exact detective PI. Yeah, and yeah. like the the. Oh my god! I didn't the disparage even think about between it. Who Framed Roger, the, between the cartoons and Who mm. Framed Roger Rabbit and the humans, there was a big one. Like there's a villain who's there dunking them into acid. Yeah. Uh, this movie it it sets up that that humans and puppets aren't getting along, and then it goes nowhere. It basically just goes, it goes a little bit, but basically doesn't go anywhere. Hey, can we make some money? Uh, not on this show. <laughs> but let's Please try. Do. Uh, we got a special uh, ad read here. Uh, so uh, let's, uh, here, let me find the tape here and I'll just hit, uh, hit play here. Hey, you like, do you like, how do you like your teeth? Yeah, the regular white teeth, they're just normal white and pretty much like everyone else's. Some are yellow, most are white. Buy, you should try our new product. It's called Tooth Polish. Put color on your teeth. For, be different. Just, it's new and they can try rainbow or red. Try the red one or blue. There's a, you can get new smells too. Like a 
egg. Try, <laughs> try egg smell. Maybe like a like some flowers. They're, you buy them at your local paint shop. It's cheap. All right. This is bound to pick up in the hip hop community. They're always wearing grills and stuff like that. Yeah, teeth polish. Some nice rainbow colored uh, popcorn scented teeth. (laughs) Egg, uh, hard boiled egg from 7 Eleven. They sound sound really good. Scented uh, scented teeth. I think rappers will will definitely buy it. You get some red teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Get some. Get some. I wonder if you can get some mouth-colored teeth. <laughs> Looks like you got invisible teeth. <laughs> I'm going to go for suicide squad teeth. Yeah, what's kind of Kind of shitty, and, <laughs> but lots of pinks and blues. Kind of crappy teeth. Uh, pretty good. Oh, wow. Um, I don't know if I have anything else to say about the Happy Time Murders. I, I, I actually have something that I... I it was, I don't know if it was, it's an Easter egg or a callback or how, what it is, but not on the happy time, but on the feebles. Mm-hmm. I noticed in the Vietnam scene, they had like a Russian roulette moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. That and was a great... It's actually straight up from like uh, Deer Hunter yeah. with Christopher Walken. I was like, this is awesome that they're doing this with puppets. Yeah. I'm going to put this gun to my head and blow it off. Is that what he says in Deer Hunter? I don't know. No, it's him and Robert De Niro, surprisingly. Is it the exact same scene? Because in, So in the in the Meet the Feebles one, the Vietnamese, uh, whatever, dudes Guy, are... Guy's having a flashback to Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he's a POW. He's and, captured and yeah, POW. So, so they're, they're making him play Russian roulette with a six-shooter, <laughs> and then they put three bullets in after he survives, and then they just put six bullets in. <laughs> I don't know if that was... <laughs> Which is a great joke, actually, because normally it's one bullet. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, and then they started with one bullet. It was actually... It was very much an airplane, naked gun yeah, kind of joke. That's the humor they should have for these movies. I, yeah. I totally think. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like 30 years later, so I mean, I don't, I'm not sure. Well, Naked Gun, it's still, they still crack me up. They're just, because it's stupid, but they they play it serious. That's a classic, like, Lesnian Nielsen style Mm -hmm. joke. Like, just six bullets in the six shooter. But it's a lot like what Andy was saying. Like, you got to have actually, like, some deadpan normal thing happening, but in the background, something funny's happening. Yeah. Or something funny's happening, everything else is kind of deadpan normal. And they don't have, they didn't have that contrast. Well, you need to have. Because they're mm. just shooting for improv, which is we yeah. have to shoot this as it's, flat angles as possible. Which is stupid comedy. I as think. I brought up before. It's boring. It's, it only, it's comedy that only works if everyone involved is incredibly funny. Like if their banter is incredibly funny. Melissa McCarthy and some puppet and some Saturday Night Live reject, not funny. I don't mm. even think Melissa McCarthy would be fun to just hang out with. I don't mm. know. Like, I, I'd be interested to see. I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen anything on her personal life. She's like, like, I don't know if this is a studio thing or if that's just who she is. She's like somebody's sassy mom that kind of like gives you a little jabs with humor, but not like laugh out loud funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I get from her. Yeah, like it's more sassy than she is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? My biggest disappointment with the Happy Time Writers was, was I thought this was. I thought they'd at least dapple into this a little bit. No, like puppet slurs, like no snow, oh. like ethnic slurs for oh. puppets. Same they, problem with Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> they already established that there's. They did have some kind of like name calling. They're like, they're like mm. you like, like they said they're just like a pillow, this or that, that kind of thing. No, but there was you no like sock. there was no like mm-hmm. regular slur. Yeah. Uh, so like an, what's the N word of non- puppets? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, there was the P word. A non-comedy reference in the new Blade Runner. Uh, people call. Uh, Ryan Gosling's character. Spoiler alert for the new Blade Runner or even the old Blade Runner. Mm. Watch them, they're great. Anyone is into running blades. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
Ryan Gosling's uh, f- a synthetic human, so he's either a cyborg or some kind mm-hmm. of clone or whatever. People call him a skin job because he's not a real human. And, nice. and that, that's, that slur is, used, is thrown around a lot because there is, yeah. they're, they're just pointing out that there is tension between, between these two communities. Can which, I, can I, uh, I, I, I want to plug myself slightly, but okay. it's only slightly because no, 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 I was involved with writing a story into a book. It was like my story. And the idea, the premise is that uh, the moon has these car- these creatures called Atlanteans, mm-hmm. and so they exist on a planet, uh, let's say Mars. Yeah. And the the society there like doesn't like Atlanteans, so they call them moon babies. Yeah, yeah. And that's supposed to be very racist. That's a racial slur. The, I like. I was ready for. I was hoping to see this, at least that in the happen. I wanted them to be like, hey. Get the fuck out of the way, fabric face or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Well, you know what they should have been? It should have been Muppets. It should have been Muppet should have been the racial word. Muppets? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you Muppet. I think that, Wait, whoa. They might have had a had kind of a copyright. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can't <laughs> say that word. <laughs> it's prob it's probably the one term that is copyrighted if, Wouldn't if that have been great, from though? Jim Henson is, yeah, is probably. You're probably Muppets. right. Because a Muppet is a puppet. I mean, maybe they could call it them, M. but because the show is about puppets, it would be pretty yeah. hard for them to no, get away with it, calling them Muppets. I <laughs> want it to be, like, clearly used in hatred. Be like, get the fuck off the street, fluff skin. Yeah, yeah. Googly eyes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I saw nothing. No. None of that. Cotton guts. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a cotton breath. Cotton, how about, how about cotton mouth? Whew. Yeah, yeah, ass breathers. Getting, getting close to a racial slur. Are we getting All racist? The All the Puppet racism's coming out. <laughs> you cotton ninny. None of that. They don't have it. Perfect, perfect opportunity for comedy. Throw an R-rated yeah. comedy. Because that, see, that's the thing. That would be. It would be poopers. silly. It would be silly, but they could play it up like really kind of. Yeah, hard yeah. R. Well, I mean, at least yeah, it would almost be funny. I mean, we should probably not suggest that for the Happy Time Murders. We wouldn't wouldn't want it to be funny. <laughs> yeah, no I wish it were funny. Movie. I wanted to laugh more than once. Yeah, I, I, only, I wish this comedy was funny. The only thing I chuckled at because I was like, what the fuck is like when that, that cow was getting milked in the porn shop? That was just like, what is happening? Yeah, it was just a crappier version. It was just assaulting you with internet images. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, it was just basically. extreme as all it, Oh, it's so random. And- Which I think so the two funniest things for me were just very situational. They actually weren't necessarily on purpose. I think it could the have been. The jizzing one, maybe. Yeah, well, well, that types of, like, I think the whole thing could have been funnier if they just really ran with the filthy aspect of it. You yeah. have an R-rated puppet thing. Yeah. Seeing cartoony, happy Muppet characters do sh- seedy shit, and there's just something inherently funny about it. Like I said, they got the googly eyes, they got these ridiculous haircuts, they're all, like, colored purple and They needed a sex slave Here's ring. the thing. Yeah, like, really, or, so, the, the movie the movie's called The Happy Time Murders, it's mm-hmm. about this show called The Happy Time Gang, a TV show, and they, they, it's keep, the Brady they keep getting Bunch. murdered. Yeah, they keep getting murdered. The cast murdered. Is, starts to get murdered, whatever. picked off. I think it would have maybe changed the script about it, whatever, but, like, what if, like, The Happy Time Gang was an actual gang? Like, a, like a <laughs> gang, and they were just a gang of puppets dealing drugs and shit, <laughs> doing drive-bys, but they're doing drive-bys with, like... Guns that shoot out like a punching glove or mm. <laughs> stuff like that. Like you know what I wonder. Up this up the filthiness because mm. taking Muppets and putting them in seedy, shady scenarios, there's something inherently funny about it. It's funny to see, but this movie just doesn't do I, it at I, all. I feel like it fell short because of Melissa McCarthy. It actually reminds me of. Don't have to convince me. <laughs> it reminds me of Beverly Hills Cop, right? So Beverly Hills Cop, 
was originally written for Sylvester Stallone. He yeah. came on board and he starts rewriting the script like crazy. And, oh, yeah. and that movie became Cobra. Oh, man. Cobra's, and, and then, Cobra's awesome. What yeah. So this movie could have been awesome. Wait, who's and, in Be- Beverly Hills Cop? Uh, Is that Eddie Murphy? Samuel Jackson. Oh. Eddie Murphy. It's not Eddie Murphy. It's Eddie Murphy. He dresses up like Samuel so, Jackson. So, so I'm wondering if Melissa McCarthy's people were like, no. This is like we have to we have to cater to Melissa McCarthy's strengths, which is this just funny banter. Strengths, strengths, well, it's the right. improv banter, so which my, obviously isn't a strength. That's I which thought is I point. I thought I had this movie figured out. I always find when I go see a movie, whether I'm really within like the first 10, 15 minutes, I always find it's like whether I'm really liking it or really hating it. I can't for the, usually for the first 10, 15 minutes, I can't quite pinpoint. Mm. If it's a movie I really hate, I'm like I really hate this. I don't quite know why yet. And then as the movie goes on, I'm like, oh, okay, it was shot super boring, too much CGI, whatever. I, I, I start to see why. So where did this fall for you? It's not always clear to me. I thought I had this movie figured out in like the first two minutes. <laughs> you, you did? I thought I did. I My theory was... It was a good theory, too. I was on board. It was really good theory okay. up until you the... You won't yeah. believe up this until, theory. Wait. Up until the credits, I felt so strong about it. Wait until minute four. You won't believe it. <laughs> you, my, won't be, won't, you won't believe what happens next. My theory was... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, we, we, we talked quite a bit about how it's just this improv comedy. You have non-funny mm-hmm. people trying to improv comedy, and that's what a lot of modern comedies do. Yeah. So my theory was is that they weren't able to do this with this movie because they're dealing with Muppets. Because Muppets and puppets, puppetry and all that, it's very meticulously planned. And, you know, you have animatronics on some of the puppets and whatever. So I thought, okay, they're going to have to actually work with the script. Because normally it's just let's get two Saturday Night Live rejects. They'll improv, whatever. But now you have a puppet. So you have a puppet man, you have a puppeteer dude, whatever. And then probably they'll... They'll ADR in his vocals later, like his actual audio later. Yeah. So they'll 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 have an actual voice actor and put it in and and sync it up. So I thought they can't improv because of that, mm. and that and that because basically there's no comedy writers anymore because this is all modern comedies, <laughs> just these SNL improv jerk offs. Uh, that they actually just got some guy to try and write comedy, but all the comedy writers are dead. They've been exiled <laughs> from Hollywood. So this is what we got was just someone unable to write jokes. I was sure that that is what happened until during the credits, they had like a, like a Jackie Chan style behind the scenes outtakes. Not Jackie Chan style. because Oh, Chan really? Yeah, I, they didn't, had I didn't like, watch that far. Yeah. They had behind the scenes like outtakes and it actually showed that the puppeteer was, they were indeed improv in it. So it was oh. just back to, yeah, it's just shady improv. But I <laughs> They may have ADR later to say the same thing. It could be, but I thought for sure they couldn't improv because of technical difficulties with the puppets. That's an interesting that theory to have theory. while you're watching it, too. And isn't I it? was sure of it. I was so sure of it. That was not the case. It turns out they're all just incredibly unfunny. I think. I think. I think a lot of those <laughs> SNL uh, actors, like a lot of them, can't, like maybe have gone on. Like the, I forget his name, but like the MacGruber guy, right? Like he's uh, a really great writer. But a lot of a lot of these modern comedy writers, they're off doing more fringe stuff, more like sideline things like funny or die and yeah. doing their own pet projects because Hollywood just is so focused on money right now. Well, it's probably, and this is raw speculation on my part, but hmm. I'm going to guess there's something probably very annoying about like every comedy role you go into in a movie. They're just relying 
solely on you to bring the comedy. Be like, okay, we got a loose script with no jokes. Yeah. Here's the framing <laughs> of the scene. Which works, you like, like you funny. said. And it's yeah. just like, that's a lot of pressure with a to very, put on. With a very talented, very funny person. Like, I think... I think that's what they did with like Jim Carrey or yeah. like uh, Will Ferrell, those kind of like guys. Yeah. They're very good at it. I'm, I'm, but I'm, Melissa McCarthy, like she's probably just like an okay actress yeah, and I'm, kind of like I don't even think quippy. I would say that. <laughs> I'm sure there yeah. are some like comedic actors, comedians, whatever that enjoy that. Mm-hmm. But to, for every movie role to be that, and there's mm-hmm. there's like basically no one other than Edgar Wright actually filming comedy. Uh, so every role you're taking is just like you better make this funny. Or else mm. we have no movie. Like uh, that's a ton of pressure pressure to put on. on yeah. So it's fine to have some improv, but you're you're shooting comedy. Like it's, it's just so it feels so fucking lazy. To I me think yeah. I think you can have all the pressure on. You one can person. have the improv there, but you have to have like really hard like hitting jokes in there too, yeah. that are that are designed that are that work really well. Uh. Andy did something this week that really impressed me. Or over the last, oh. over the last two, it weeks. might be the funniest thing I've ever done. It's possibly <laughs> the funniest thing that. Oh, I've ever done. oh wait! I think I know what this is. <laughs> so you, you all thought I peaked with the not moving Mueller Facebook event page, but you were wrong. This is funnier. So we've been bringing in the last few episodes, uh, Dave. I know that you're not really privy to this uh, yet, but we've been bringing in some WeatherNetwork.com comments. So, I'm fairly privy to some of it. So okay. here's, here's, here's the quick, quick synopsis for those who may have forgotten or not seen previous episodes. I recently discovered there's a comment section at weathernetwork.com. I am curious how you discovered this. Uh, because my, my yeah, work, how did you come across this? I'm yeah. very curious. It was it, it's partly because my my work and how busy it's going to be is very centric around how good or bad the weather is. Mm. So I tend to check it, check the forecast. So you check weathernetwork.com to get your weather. <laughs> Well, yeah, you don't just what, check the little app thing. On what your are you, a boomer? Whatever. I'm waking up weather. in the morning, eating my breakfast, just sifting through boring. And I, the other were you more, a twenty something in other, 1970? The other close, uh, the the much more real reason is that you know, for a month long here, we just had fucking smoke weather. Like that was our weather forecast <laughs> was smoke from the fucking <laughs> province burning down. What, weather us. today, smoke. So I'm curious, like, oh, when the fuck is this going to go away? Mm-hmm. But I always noticed there was a little stupid coffee break trivia question on the side. And it would be something like, oh, what's the best way to get ice off your windshield? <laughs> but, uh, you can vote on a multiple choice thing. I noticed there was a comment section there and it was just immediately funny to me. Like, what, who's commenting at weathernetwork.com? <laughs> then I, of course, equated it to boomers because it's It doesn't perfect... even seem weird to me anymore. I've seen so much of it that <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh yeah, what's on weathernetwork.com? Uh, totally boom. So I get the culture now too, this boomer culture. My thoughts were that, because I'm looking at the comment section, it's just all lame, like boomer humor, just like these fucking shirts that Mueller's talking about. <laughs> which, are a per- which are a perfect this, example of them. This community is missing one thing that's shit talking i don't see anyone <laughs> fighting each other or getting angry this is too nice of um, a and i thought who's who do i look to for inspiration as the ultimate shit talker and that of course is the macho man randy savage Ooh, yeah. so i went on whether not weathernetwork.com <laughs> under the username all capital letters macho man randy savage nice. avatar picture of him holding the champion belt pointing at the camera Camera. Snap into a Slim Jim. <laughs> <That's> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's 
let's nice. let's just make this clear though, because we really need people to understand what's going on at weathernetwork.com. So they'll <laughs> they'll have a question like, uh, what percentage of Sweden's garbage ends up in the landfill? And 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 it's a trivia question. It's Every one of these questions you could just Google, and then it would just tell you, and then you could check it off. It could, clearly, they don't because they show you the results, and it's like a pie chart that part, pie chart that's even between all four options because no, nobody seems to know. So yeah. a very very boring trivia. Like it's this is so je- boring. Jeopardy level trivia, and uh, and then <laughs> and then there's four hundred comments below. It's not Jeopardy uh, level trivia. <laughs> yeah, N- Nancy co- comments. Be nice to see all countries in the one percent. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth, Nancy. <laughs> oh, Nancy. Uh, oh, here's a, here's another good one. Um, I just want to. Here's a top level comment here. I just want to apologize to one of our newest commenters, Eli Bennett. I was not talking nice to him yesterday because I was sure he was just. Trolling. <laughs> Apparently, I was wrong, and he had just made a mistake. I'm sorry, Eli, and welcome. Yeah, welcome. Clearly, to you read that. You read that, and it's like this community <laughs> needs <laughs> the <laughs> shit talking. <laughs> welcome to the community. We're here to talk about the weather. So on the elevator. First, that's the song they play when they say "Welcome to WeatherNetwork.com." First, first question I saw on there, which was too perfect, was. What's the best way to take an aspirin while having a heart attack? The answer, or, or anally. Because, <laughs> uh, the actual answer was chew it, was to chew it, because it gets in your bloodstream. Whatever. Uh, so I go on there. I always and take mine anally. As macho <laughs> man Randy Savage, I say, Swallow but whole means nothing. I'm talking all the way to the top. When I'm done with this aspirin, not only will I chew it up, but I'll spit it up race to the top of the turnbuckle and deliver a flying elbow drop to which the likes have never been seen. <laughs> Remember, kids, don't end up like me and chew that aspirin hole. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chew, chew it whole. Just in the um, midst of all of these, these boomers sense. saying, so well, welcome yeah. to weathernetwork.com, Eli. <laughs> now, what was As that? Macho Man chimes in with some Now, some what commentary. makes that even funny? I didn't really even notice it while typing in is that the Macho Man Randy Savage did indeed die of a heart attack. Oh, Oh, no. <laughs> I loved, I loved him. Some lady on there, undoubtedly a boomer, uh, under the username Cat Smith, probably her real name. <laughs> I kept seeing her all around. Oh, she Cat Smith. She was commenting on all She moves my around. Posts. Two cats with a K. Yeah. Always commenting on weathernetwork.com. They're checking in all the time and interacting with their buddies. Like, oh, these yeah, are their yeah, buddies yeah, yeah, on yeah. weathernetwork.com. I pretty much became her buddy. She started. She didn't like me at first, I could tell, but she warmed up to me by the <laughs> no, end of Maybe it. she likes herself a macho uh, man. So she she comments <laughs> on that on that aspirin thing. She says, are you, Ma- Randy Savage, are you okay? I'm not quite understanding what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> are so, you okay, macho that, man that Randy is a, Savage? That's a, that's a boomer sarcasm. So I, I, are you okay? Do you need I literally, medication? This, this was like the most fun little pastime for me because I would literally just go look up uh, Macho Man Randy Savage like pre-fight interviews and just basically, <laughs> just basically. I wondered how they were quote, so brilliant. Just basically quote for quote, take them and put them in there, but just readjust it to to mm-hmm. align with what the hell I'm talking about. Eventually, I just got good at mimicking like this that type of stuff he it's would probably say. Probably what he did too. Um, yeah, probably. So yeah, she says, "Are you okay?" And this this was like almost word for word taken from my speaker. <laughs> I was like, "I'm so oh, ready." Oh yeah, let me tell you something, sister. Not only am I okay, I'm unjustifiably in a position I'd rather not. <laughs> 
me in, but the cream will always rise to the top. Oh, yeah, because let me tell you something right now. I'm not just okay, sister. I'm the cream of the crop. <laughs> So like, yeah. and then so after that, this was the funniest thing to me. So I, I posted this aspirin comment at like I was about to go to bed. Uh, I posted this thinking whatever. Within like a minute, it had so many people commenting. So th that's the other funny thing about this this comment section at weathernetwork.com. There's so many comments. Like th there's just they're like, like super active. There's super active community. Uh, like there's like 300 comments on every well, single. Well, imagine daily the people question. that are hanging out here. Like they they they're probably lonely at home people, right? Just like hanging out on the community of Weather Network. Yeah, I guess so. Because I mean, this used to be a thing in the 90s or like maybe early 2000s of like hanging out in different chat rooms, and that was like yeah. the place I hung out. So now these this is like the last remnant of a place to hang out on the internet. Yeah. So I very quickly got pretty good at it. Like this mm. is within this same first post. Uh, another lady named Cat, at least her username named Cat mm. West, commented. Spelled the same, K-A-T. Both of them were spelled K-A-T. Right. And so this one I couldn't obviously I couldn't find anything because it was so specific. But I just I happened to notice there was two ladies named Cat. Probably both named Katrina or something. Or Catherine, probably I'm guessing. So I noticed both yeah both of them named Cat. So I, I had the complete improv in there, and I just I, I'm I I'm, I hate to be a boomer and pat myself on the back here, but I was really proud of this comment. Yeah. I said, Ah, what do we have here? A bunch of little kitty cats think they can take on the macho madness. Well, when you come face to face with my flying elbow drop, oh yeah, we'll see then who needs the antipsychotics and who needs the aspirin. That's so great. So, I like how you're like you're having so much fun threatening these boomer ladies <laughs> <laughs> with elbow drops on the internet. This was like the first two minutes of doing yeah. this. How are you? Are you still doing it? Uh, well, no. I'm gonna go through some of my comments and I'll tell you the end. Yeah. Okay. I, I was reading. Some, I was reading some of these out at Muller Fest this year, and I had my cousins shitting themselves yeah. from uh, all of these Macho Man Randy Savage comments. Like they were, oh, they couldn't get enough of it. It's, it's like the greatest. Almost, it's, it's the greatest thing since Macho Man Randy Savage was on TV uh, <laughs> or alive or alive. Um, so another one. This this question was: Which raw fruit or vegetable has the highest water content? And the answer is not relevant, doesn't matter. I said, let's get this straight. There isn't one, there isn't a raw fruit or vegetable known to man that can take down the macho madness. <laughs> you think the water con content in the cucumber is high? Just wait till you see how high my flying elbow drop when it rockets <laughs> is, when it rockets down toward you lying on your back, destroying everything in its path. Ooh, yeah. It's macho man just feels so threatened all the time. <laughs> He has, to, he has to shit talk somebody. Shit talking cucumbers. <laughs> Macho Man is on Weather Network feeling threatened. So, uh, you had mentioned. So, the question is Has Macho Man Randy Savage fallen or risen to weathernetwork.com? <laughs> Third section. buckle. So you had you you had made a Macho Man Randy Savage reference about Slim Jim. I did. So the one of the one I used, of, I used, Slim Jim. I used to do that voice uh, when I was younger. It's like a pepperoni stick, basically. Yeah. But a very and he, he, and he did, so he talks about he it. Did, he had, no, no, he, had he did the commercials. Oh, for Slim okay, okay. Jim. He, he did he regular go, commercials. He would go snap into a Slim Jim. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was his and exact he was full quote. Get up and everything. Snap into a Slim Jim. Snap into a Slim Jim. That's the slogan. Oh, he'd snap it. Yeah. Does he do backbreakers on the wrestling? Like, why, where's no, the snap? It was just commercials. He didn't. It's a wrestling. But you think it'd be a reference to like to him? You know, oh. I think I think it's just a violent. This thing Slim to Jim snap will break something. your back. So, one of the questions: What is considered Canada's national fruit? 
Evident. Uh, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. low hanging. I, I actually stole that from weather, weathernetwork.com. <laughs> um, oh, that, yeah, that's such a baby boomer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the real answer was blueberry. You know, so, uh, whatever. So I go on as Macho Man Randy said, <laughs> blueberry, blueberry. Just what kind of national fruit is that? You know what the Macho Man Randy Savage national fruit is? Gotta have beef. Gotta have spice. A little excitement. Snap into a slim jim. Oh yeah! yeah. And I, the way you type these out, it's would, so good. There'd be a bunch of like O's, and they would yeah. some of them would be yeah. capitalized. I tried to emphasize the Ooh, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, the yeah, it would, it would be some yeah, caps. be some lowercase Y's. Well, so when I when I when I made my first comment, it was all capital letters. Like I was just shouting at people. That got auto banned, like mm. because just because. I, I thought like, us, oh, did someone moderate this already? No, but it yeah, turns they, out it gets automated. Yeah, it gets immediately filtered as soon as someone's message is all caps. I think boomers would do that. I bet you sometimes they hit it's, caps locks and it's leave an it on. It's an acceptable thing to do because it's harder to read when it's like a, just a big blob I guess so. of all caps. But it's letters. yelling on the internet. So then I had, so then it kind of forced me not to do that. But that actually worked because I, again, I really got heavy into pre-fight interviews with Macho Man Randy <laughs> Savage, and he's not always just shouting. He does like this angry whisper where he's like about to explode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Chris, I mean, you got lots more, Walken, don't you? <laughs> Christopher Walken well, has a thing I like that. I only did this for a couple days before things went sour. Um, Christopher Walken has a similar thing where he'd be like, "You know, I'm gonna hurt you real bad." <laughs> yeah, but first I'm gonna let you feel it. <laughs> like <laughs> that kind of a thing. That's like uh, he needs to get on WeatherNetwork.com. Wow. So another one was, uh, mm. what is a group of crows called? Which everyone knows the answer to. It's murderer. It's, it's a murder. Murderly erdler. A murderer. So I come up, which is just this is it's just too easy. As much right, I go on there. <laughs> You'll know it's a murder anytime someone steps into the ring and comes face to face with the macho madness. Oh yeah, because I tell you, once they taste the flavor of my flying elbow drop, they'll be lucky to leave the ring in an ambulance and not a hearse. <laughs> I love these so much. Dude, I was having a fucking yeah, I blast every day. Like every day I was this became my favorite social media platform. I can imagine. It's so creative but just hilarious. Uh, such a hilarious troll. It's so funny. Uh, so it came to a crashing halt when I uh, all my comments were just getting banned. And if I, Dude, I, you, you could change your IP address. Yeah, I can. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. That's get a lot it. of that. No, it's, it's pretty easy. Get a VPN. Just do it. Yeah, just. But I mean, it's it is funny to me that like within easily five days, it was probably three or four days of doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them got auto modded probably because some of the caps locks or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I noticed that they would be up for like an hour or two, and then they would get modded. Mm. They would get banned. So I basically, we run a tight ship my, over here at, we- at weathernetwork.com. Yeah. We're not letting any trolls in here you to know, mess my, with our no people. Most, most people my age, I'm just over 30, most people my age are you know, buying a home, getting married, starting a family, and I am getting banned from commenting <laughs> on WeatherNetwork.com. <laughs> you can't handle WeatherNetwork.com yeah. privileges. Well, the other funny thing to note was that so that it's just like Reddit or any comment section that has an upvote and a downvote mm-hmm. thing. My comments got downvoted to hell. <laughs> did you? Let me ask you. Did you screenshot any of it? Yeah, I'll, that's where I'm reading this from. You should. Yeah, yeah, I, I want you to post it on Reddit and see what happens. Yeah, I should do that. That'd be great. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. 
give it to me, I'll get all the karma. Yeah. But it was yeah. great because I became I became the heel of wrestling of weathernetwork.com. <laughs> In five days. How many, I wonder how many recognized it and love wrestling were like Go on, there go on, Macho guy. Man. They're there all was, baby There boomers. was like one or two comments uh, where someone like, you're washed up, Macho Man. Randy. So <laughs> people got into it. It was a lot. Like I said, I got downvoted hard. I would mm-hmm. always like, it might not sound like a lot, but I would always have like 10 downvotes. When you look at any other comments, it's always like zero down votes, one upvote. Like every comment. Like nobody got yeah. down votes like I And got. that's our <laughs> second Baby Boomers are shit of the week. Uh, the topic is Baby Boomers ban anything that's fun <laughs> and good. Unless it sounds well, like, like I was unless clearly. it sounds like Brenda from accounting. Hey, we got this new video game. It's called Doom. Well, we better ban it because mm-hmm. it sounds too fun. Like, <laughs> no fun. It's clearly a Fun's joke. off the I clearly wasn't actually <laughs> threatening anyone. This was literally just, you have a fun little community here, mm. and I want to be just known as this character that comes on. Yeah, they it's, it's should so be, good, man. I, I love be, it so much. They should be so grateful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, if, if that, if, if Macho Man Randy Savage showed up on, on our Facebook wall, I would be yeah. pursuing can, can you, that yeah, however I can. Can you imagine on these posts if someone, if Macho Man started showing up <laughs> and started commenting on movies? That would be so wonderful. Maybe, maybe we'll be able to dig him up from the grave and get him in for a segment. I don't like movies. Yeah, that, it, was, it was the most fun I've, I've had on the internet for a very, very long time. That's it was, brilliant. So you guys got any other happy thoughts? Uh, I mean, I've covered everything, I, I, every thought I would ever want to have on this movie. The only thing is, it's just like we were saying throughout the whole thing, it, it pales in comparison to Meet the Feebles. It doesn't understand how to, how to make an R-rated Muppet movie fun. Like, just more jerk-off improv. Yeah, I would say my review, final review and comments on the movie is oh, that great. the whole thing was cringy. Yeah, well, I don't and, really get And I it. didn't like it, and it was very hard to watch. I don't need a summary from either of you. I just want to know if we didn't miss any points or whatever. No. no. <laughs> Summaries are boring. Just, so. just closing it off, Muller. Just capping it off. Put me do you guys want to do some dating off. advice, or are you good, or will you want to hold it, hold it till next time? I think we got enough here. So yeah, yeah, that's what I was two Get I ready. I don't want to go for another half hour. Here. Uh, Angela will answer your urgent dating problem uh, in two weeks. Yeah, maybe <laughs> possibly as Macho Man Randy Savage. Possibly. Hmm. All right. Uh, Thanks for being on, Dave. Oh, yeah. You're Thanks the nicest for having guy me. we know. Oh. So long, losers. <laughs> <laughs>